Hello and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And of course, I have brought a load of friends with us. Folks, for the next two hours, we are going to be breaking down, uh, obviously, the new announcement of layoffs in the gaming industry. Uh, This is now the third day in a row where we have seen massive layoffs. It is very concerning. Uh, and and obviously, when we get everyone's opinion on what was canceled, who was let go, who was affected, um, we're going to get into the Pandora's box situation with Xbox. Obviously, you saw the title. And obviously, we kind of look at certain things, and the, the community is a bit fractured right now. Uh, I, I would say that it's not broken. It's definitely fractured. Uh, we've seen some really high-profile Xbox fans publicly walk away from the brand um but i think that you know being that we have obm joining us today he has really broken down exactly what he believes xbox is doing now granted i am still going to stand on my square about certain sacred cows never going to another platform i i will continue to beat the drum of brand identity it's important to me it should be important to xbox uh, we'll see if it is, um, but again, we're going to break all of that down, and uh, we're going to have a really great conversation. I want to thank the already, wow, 150 people here, only a minute, 52 seconds in. I remember it would be a whole show before we had 150 people in the chat, and I cannot thank you enough for tuning in for today, but OBM, welcome back, brother. How you feeling? I'm feeling all right, man. Yeah, uh, everybody is uh, finally recovered from being sick. And, and oh, it's a good boy. thing because it looks like uh, I'm going to need all my wherewithals today. <laughs> so we got a lot to dig into. But yeah. uh, as always, it, it's always a great time. It is therapeutic just to come here and, and just shoot the, you know, uh, I can't remember. Can I swear? Uh, yeah, you can but, swear. That's fine. Right, yeah, it's, yeah. it's past that. We can shoot the shit here. Yeah, we shoot want, the shit man. here, you know. But uh, it is always a good time to come here and do that with you guys. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, looking forward to getting into something. I mean, some things, uh, you know, aren't as good, aren't going to be as fun to talk about as others, but we definitely cover that. But, uh, a lot, a lot of things have been going on and, uh, you know, just, just looking forward to, to getting into some difference of opinions and, uh, some discussions here, but as always, uh, appreciate the fact, uh, you thought about me and, you know, I think that with today's panel, we should have some really good discussion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone's uh, stellar uh, podcaster here has big opinions, has been on top of the gaming industry news. And unfortunately, folks, uh, like I said, we, we don't like bad news here, but bad news happens. And we have to we ha- I, th- I, th- I think it's it's our duty um, as representatives of the gaming community, even though we're small. Right. Even though we're just podcasters, we're not, quote unquote, media. I think it's incredibly important to have these conversations um, and I will continue to have these conversations because I think the more people that talk about this, more awareness will happen around the industry, and hopefully that could be something done. Um, I, again, it's it's I know that you know I, I don't own a big corporation, um, and uh, I've never been in the position where I had to you know let someone go because of financial or fiscal issues, but it's getting really spooky out there. Uh, Hargi Chani, welcome back, brother. Obviously, you've been uh, you were with us on Monday, Tuesday, and here you are again on Wednesday. And unfortunately, <laughs> all three days, man, it was uh, industry uh, very disturbing industry news. Yeah, it's sad. And I've been on uh, C Money's yesterday, and I'm I was on C Money's right before this as well. 
but yeah, we just got that breaking news and uh, it's another sad day in the industry. More job losses. And unfortunately, this is not the end. I'm sure there's going to be more. It's just kind of yeah. the way it keeps going. This, you know, this, this year has been bad. Like last year was bad, right? And this year is way worse <laughs> so far anyway. Um, yeah, let's let's get into it. Yep, absolutely. And uh, Kesante, hey, sir. Good evening. How you feeling? Good evening. Good evening. I am feeling good. I'm sorry. I'm I'm camless today, but work has been murdering me. So I, I literally yeah, just, I just, just just ran in the door and and turned on the, the microphone. But I'm happy to be here with you guys. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's not a good day in gaming. Well, not a good week, I guess. In yeah. gaming, it, it, there's always some some not, sad not news. Not a good few you know? weeks, probably. And Kay, I yeah. feel you, man. I. I was I was debating like if we had less people I was thinking about not being on camera myself my eyes are like I've been <laughs> I've been looking at monitors way too long all day man all day it's been a <laughs> monitor monitor day so yes absolutely but I I'm happy to be here with with such great company so yeah we're de we're definitely gonna get into it. Well, thanks so much for joining us, brother. Super appreciate it. And I hate that you had a, a crummy day. Uh, obviously, it um... it happens, man. Yeah, you know, these, these uh, so, corporate cogs on the wheel, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, look, um, let's open up with, let's rip the bandit off, folks. Um, obviously, on Monday, uh, it was announced that Supermassive Games, uh, who makes some of the most incredible horror games in gaming, uh, had to let go 30% of their staff. Uh, that was, that's a big blow. 30% of anything is a lot of whatever but when you say 30 percent of your staff meaning human beings that's a lot of people um and it's very sad um and of course yesterday we learned that playstation was unfortunately uh uh laying off 900 staffers around the world uh obviously naughty dog was affected um uh um insomniac games was affected i actually have a a, a quote from insomniac games actually in front of me um that is uh it's it's something um so we'll, we'll get to that in a second and of course the story that we're talking about today uh and i pulled the story from uh vgc uh obviously that's uh, videogameschronicles.com it was written uh by andy robinson moments ago and uh the title of the article uh gentlemen is ea has canceled respawn Respawn Star Wars first per, uh, first person shooter, and this comes because of the announced layoffs. Um, and uh, obviously, if you didn't know that this 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 shooter this uh, was announced in 2022, um, and uh, it was being helmed by former LucasArts veteran and Medal of Honor co-creator Peter Hirschman, who previously worked on the original Battlefront games and The Force Unleashed, and more. Uh, in a statement published on Wednesday alongside the announcement of nearly 700-wide layoffs, EA Entertainment President Laura Meal, or Meal said that after... after He's botting for me. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're botting me. Not just me. Just me. You're botting a bit. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Apologies. Oh, for kind of going back now. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 man, this internet has been driving me crazy. It's, um, have you guys seen some of the storms out here, man? It looks like I thought I was it's, in the it's, Wizard it's of Oz. It's bad here. All right. So, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to stop the footage there and I'm just going to mm -hmm. bring up the, um, and we had the bad storms, folks. So apologies if I'm botting. If not, I might, I might have to bounce out and bounce back. We'll see. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and reset my my. Well, that, it seems like I'm back. Yeah, I'm back to uh, full yep. power. You yep. sound good. Um, you sound good. Yeah. You sound good. So, yeah. um, we'll start first with Hargeet. Um, nearly 700 people uh, let go uh, from EA. This is, comes in a week where it has just <laughs> been abysmal for the gaming industry, for the development community, and it continues to get worse. Um, we are still, folks, in only the second month of the year. And now we are now creeping closer to 8,000 layoffs. Uh, it was 6,000 before the announcement of what Sony did. Uh, I believe the total amount of, of, of total layoffs in the gaming industry yesterday was 7,325. Now we've just learned that another seven, uh, 700 people from EA have been let go. That moves it upwards of 8,000 people, folks. These are human beings with families, responsibilities, and uh, a lot to worry about now. Um, now, again, they're all going to get severances, I would imagine. Um, and and I, if how that is paid out or how that actually plays out depends on your state. Um, California is a fire at will. Uh, kind of company, uh, I, I mean, kind of state, which didn't even have to tell you why they fire you. They just get rid of you. I hope that's not the case because a lot of these studios are in the West Coast. Um, what are your thoughts, Hargeet? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, <clears throat> the gaming industry is kind of going through a correction, and that's going to lead to some of this. It's just, it is what it is. Uh, the big AAA games thing has been not working out, right? So, uh, that model is kind of, it's getting a reckoning. Uh, you know, those games cost too much. That's just the way it is. And if they don't pan out, this is what you kind of get, right? Yeah. Um, that, you know, we talked a lot about the PlayStation one. We know that that one's, uh, more about the shift to games as a service. Their studios really weren't equipped to do it to begin with. That's failing. And a lot of those layoffs happen to be about that. Insomniac is more about just why they're even making games that expensive i don't know but they are uh and the cost for them is just so ridiculous and now you see ea saying yeah we we don't we want we don't want to deal with it the licensing is too expensive right it's the same disney right so i'm sure their licensing is just as bad uh if not worse it's star wars uh so you you know you have to look at the calculus of is it going to get us enough money back i'm taking it that jedi survivor is that the last one that came out um, yeah, than Survivor. Yes, yes. That that did not do well, right? Because uh, otherwise, why would you just suddenly cancel all this stuff? Uh, it must not have done well enough, right? So, well, it was uh, marred. I mean, if anyone remembers, it was marred it was by. Bugs, I mean, yeah. it, it, it was bad, issues. folks. Yeah. Uh, I I literally stopped playing at Hargeet because of how bad and egregious the bugs were. Uh, so obviously it got around that these problems were, ha they were having these problems and a lot of people didn't buy the game because of it. Yeah. And that's a possibility that that's the reason, <clears throat> but it is a pretty dramatic shift to say, we're not going to bother with uh, licensed IP. And I, I assume that that does not mean they're not going to license NFL and uh, you know, FIFA and all that stuff. Well, FIFA's the name is gone, but the football you know clubs or whatever. Wow. I assume they're continuing with that. Any NHL, they still do that one. Right. So anyway, so like I assume the, the sports games are still there, um, but this is going to be things like Star Wars. They're just not they're not going to do it anymore. Um, that's 
disappointing, right? But it is what it is. I mean, the costs are just escalating to a point where it's just not sustainable. And, you know, the, the, the model is causing disruption. <clears throat> There's also just the norm of as things get bigger, more investment, more money comes into it, and then more scrutiny comes into it. Right. And unfortunately, if, if you're going to keep pouring money into it, you keep making things, there's got to be enough customers for those things. And at some point it just saturates, right? There's only so much time people have. So unless you can expand that user base somehow, uh, it's going to be problematic. And that's kind of where they are, right? And that could happen. They could expand their user base, but that would be in areas that are not developed, right? So that is something they have to work through, right? So in the Western markets, it's probably as good as it's going to get. Uh, you might be able to say, hey, we can move to mobile. Cool. That's a potential. I mean, but they have Zynga, right? I mean, EA owns yeah. uh, Zynga. They bought them yeah, right I don't, before. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean like mobile games. I mean like taking something like Jedi Survivor and making it a mobile oh, game. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because how do you expand that market share to say, I can now get more revenue for it, right? But there's another problem, right? If you look at the industry, we've created this thing of free-to-play games with microtransactions. And a lot of kids kind of grow up with that. And that's kind of the model they like. And if if you aren't going to attract those customers, if they're not going to go buy a $70 game, uh, well, I mean, it's going to dwindle, right? And so you, you're yeah. kind of at, just like we're seeing with consoles, they're kind of at a steady state. And that's kind of where things are. And, you know, it's it's if you're not going to have growth, this is kind of what happens, right? So you're going to see more of this, unfortunately. That's just the way it is. They all kind of decided, hey, we're going to invest in gaming because gaming is growing and well, gaming will grow up to a certain point, and then you know it's gonna kind of like stabilize. That's just kind of how it goes, and you're gonna find you know people will have to be let go. Like you know, one another was saying, like you know, uh, they will find other things. They'll probably have to shift into other industries, right? But yeah. this is just how it happens with industries kind of up and down, right? As far as like you're, you're trying to expand it too fast, and then you have to correct. Um, so it's kind of where things are. Um, it still sucks. It's another 670, I think, was the number of, of people let go from EA, uh, shutting down um, a studio that was working on, I think, Battlefield, if memory serves. There was a bat. Uh, yeah, they <clears throat> didn't specifically say what Battlefield it was. It wasn't mainline. Yeah. Apparently, it was another, ex uh, according to the report that I have in front of me, it says another Battlefield experience. Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's it's probably a, a small it, it, what it sounds like. And again, I could be a thousand percent wrong here. It sounds like it might have been an offshoot. Maybe it would you, you know what it makes me sick to think about? Obviously, the most important thing, folks, and that's why we opened today's show with it. I we we Mrs. Bo and I pride ourselves of making sure that the human element is not forgotten about in gaming. Um, and developers actual humans make these games and it breaks my heart as someone who who's retired who has a great pension it's not limitless but it's a good pension i worked super hard for it these fine folks went into an industry that this is a, for a lot of them this is their dream job this is what they <laughs> went yep, to school yep. this is what they wanted to do with their lives and to have that, to, to be doing that and have that taken away and maybe having to step away from it is 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 just it's just sad. And that's why I wanted to open up today's show with it. A couple of shout outs real quick before we let uh, Hargeet uh, continue. A uh, special Nick from Xbox Era, good friend of the show, great friend of the community. Nick, I love you, brother. Got to get you on. And Jez Corden, 
of Windows Central. And more famously, the Xbox Two podcast is in the chat. Jez, we love you, brother. And uh, first of all, we have to thank MASH. First of all, a new, new channel member. Uh, he has gifted folks 10 double barrel gaming memberships. MASH, that is crazy kind of you, sir. Thank you for the outstanding generosity. That is unbelievable. Welcome to the program. And Jez Corden drops a five-pound super chat and says, it's awful for the individuals affected, primarily be, uh, uh, above all, but gaming is so huge, so embedded in culture now, there will be better times ahead. Yeah, indeed, Jez. Uh, and thanks so much for being here, brother. And thanks for the, the generosity. <clears throat> but please continue, Hargeet. Yeah, so, <clears throat> I mean, this is just, an, an, you know, symptomatic of what's happening out there mm -hmm. right you know what uh, also occurred to me is like these leaks that came up for for xbox of going multi-party imagine if it didn't happen we didn't have those leaks and they talked about it before they released all this stuff and did it in march we would have found yeah. out that sony is in trouble right and that sony has to uh change their strategy um right and playstation might be looking at multi-platform themselves right and xbox says you know what? we'll take the first step and we'll put a few games over there. Let's see if they'll reciprocate, right? It changes the whole discussion, doesn't it? Um, but this is kind of where we are, right? And uh, you know, now you put things in context and say, okay, well, what Xbox is doing doesn't look so bad anymore, does it? Uh, you know, unfortunately, this is just a, a different world we're in. Um, you know, they're doing their test, uh, and you know, Sony has to figure out what to do next which is going to be interesting. I don't know what they're planning to do because it's a, a very odd situation, right? So their, their studios were geared to go ga game as a service. Now they're going to have to shift back. Is that going to extend the timeline for them to release games? We don't know, right? And will the, the remaining um, you know, games as a service studios continue their path? We also don't know, right? There's the potential for uh, Concord, uh, Firewalk, I think, is a studio. Um, yes. Well, that's stick is around. It Fire I don't know. Or is it Fire, Fire Sprite's a different one. Fire oh, Sprite, they already okay, got a okay. hit. They, they right. got hit uh, in this layoff. Firewalk so far, they haven't said anything. Right. Um, and then you have um, Haven with uh, with Fair Games. Kate Raymond. Yeah, yeah her studio. And I don't know what happens over. with those games, right? Like, maybe they've invested enough that they're like, hey, let's put them out. But you would think they've done that with the other ones. Um, and they shut down London Studio and uh, cut Fire Sprite down. Uh, I like this is just an interesting time for them, and I don't know what that shift looks like. You would expect that the next couple of games, Concord is going to be day and date PC. We already know that it's a live game. Right. Yes, Marathon will be a day and date PC and Xbox. We already know that because it's a live game. There, that that's all that always been their plan. So that those two games that are coming out, the next two games that we expect, anyways, um, will definitely be uh, you know day and date PC. Will Venom, which is probably the next game they're going to release, because Insomniac is the only studio putting games out. Will that be day and date PC as well? And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at, at this point that they would shift away from that. But then what do you do with the rest of your studios? How do you get your games back on track? And if they don't have anything for the next few years, what do you like? You have to attract customers. Are they going to try to money hat stuff? I, th well, I think that's the plan. If you remember, uh, a part of the leaks were their plans moving forward uh, were before we look before we learn through the financial or the fiscal report that they didn't have any big sequel triple a bombs as they're known for until at least april of 2025 we did learn through the leaks if you remember hargeet 
that they were going to, and I'm talking about Sony PlayStation, folks, uh, they were going to be incredibly aggressive in third-party marketing, locking down exclusives. Now, granted, look, they don't have any first-party games, but we have to be fair. The next couple of releases for Sony are pretty impressive. Whether the games turn out to be good or not, we have to see. Helldivers is a tremendous surprise. I've played it. I've really enjoyed it. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is coming out, I think, next week, if I'm not mistaken. Right? <laughs> Obviously, you have the two other games, um, the, uh, the Samurai games. Um, I, I hate calling it the Rise of the games. Uh, the, the, yeah, Rise of the Ronin. Again, it... it and then Stellar Blade. And, st and look, I, I'm buying both of them. I want to play both of them. I'm playing them because they're exclusive. Now, if they were on Xbox, I would have bought it there, but I can't because Sony locked up those deals. Those are four games. Now, maybe they're not everyone's games, but at least there's something if you are a Sony PlayStation fan. I don't know what the rest of the year looks like. I don't think anyone does. I, I don't even know if Sony does, for that matter. But, you know, it's funny. You, you mentioned Insomniac Games. Let, let me, this this statement came out today, and I, I got to be honest with you, I was a little shocked. And I'm, I'm proud of I'm proud of Insomniac Games because they literally have been carrying PlayStation for years at this Probably point one of the best purchases and in, in all of, 300 you know, million dollars was the best money they could have spent uh it's it's they're making dividends on that yeah so this 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 uh hargeet uh this statement com comes from insomniac games and I, I i hate that that we're all over the place but it's relevant to the conversation folks so but bear with me as i read the press release from insomniac games it says this like several other teams across sie and playstation studios Insomniac Games was impacted by yesterday's layoffs. There are no sufficient words to express our feelings about it. This is a solemn and unprecedented moment for our, our studio. We are focusing our energy on helping everyone affected through, uh, throughout this challenging time. For those who are hiring, these are great people seeking new roles who made important contributions to Insomniac's history. We're extremely grateful for them, and they and they will be missed. Insomniac Games. Again, you know, it's it's it it's heartbreaking to read Hargeet, and it continues to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is just. I mean, it's somewhat corporate-y, right? But it is what it is. This is essentially where we are. Yeah. Um, uh, Look, you know, Insomniac, you know, we've been pointing this out, at least I have, that uh, the, the profitability of that game that they put out is not very good. Um, yeah. We got this from the leaks, though, they told us. And, you know, those folks that are working there, I'm sure they got that message, too, from the leaks uh, that they weren't supposed to get immediately, that there's going to be some layoffs and some team, sh team shuffling, right? Yeah. Uh, so here it is, right? Um but again, this is just another pattern, right? I, you know, the the potential for that Marvel Studio Insomniac to continue the way it's doing. So I don't know what that looks like in a few years. Uh, Hiroki Jitoki is going to have to take measure and say, "Well, what makes sense here? Uh, how do He's you do gonna this?" He's going to be doing a lot of chopping, folks. Unfortunately, yeah. I, you know, I, again, I I didn't know who he was, right? And the minute someone told me, and I believe it was uh, Kaysante and, and everyone we were having a conversation, they're like, "Hey, boom, you, you do know that Hiroki Totoki, his role is the equivalent of Amy Hood." And I'm like, "Well, that's that's a money person, and they're bleeding money 
left, right, and center, obviously he's going to have to make some some hard choices. Yeah, and you know, again, I don't know what happens to the other two big ones, which is Concord and Fair Games, right? How much longer they're going to keep pouring money into that? Uh, Bungie has turned out to be quite a, you know, miss. I guess I, I want to say a bust. They could still make some money off of them, um, but man, it's not been turning out the way they wanted. Uh, I don't know. So, and, and I don't want to pile on Sony at this point. We have, we now have EA to talk about as well. Yeah, of course. But of course. unfortunately, as as an industry, Sony is one of the bellwethers, and yikes, right? <laughs> it's just yikes. Um, but this is kind of where we are, and you know, like where are all the articles saying Sony should put their freaking games on you know, Xbox and, and uh, Switch, right? If if Xbox is going to do it, why shouldn't PlayStation be doing it? Um, at least there should be very, uh, you know, uh, obvious articles about uh, PC day and day. At this point, like, come on, right? So we're saying it. I'm hearing PlayStation guys are now saying it. That right. PC day and date should just happen at this point, right? And the next step is, okay, well, some of your games that don't hurt your brand, uh, you know, it didn't sell well. I don't think Days Gone is a big system seller. If it was, then you sold more than the amount you did. Yep. You should put that on other platforms, right? It didn't sell that well on PC either. Perhaps it's time to bring it to other platforms too. I mean, these are just things that they have to kind of go through, right? There's this whole idea of, no, we're locked down to where we are. I don't think that's going to be good for PlayStation. They need to kind of rethink that themselves as well, just like Xbox did. Uh, you know, and then as far as EA, it's a pretty big shift to shut down your Star Wars game to then decide we're not going to do any more of the uh, licensed IP and give up on that. I don't know if there's hits as far as contractual obligations there, but that's on them to figure out. But uh, that is a pretty big hit. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's going to be something that Disney has to work through as far as all these other companies doing this is insomniac is not, they're not going to be able to continue this either. Right. It's, it's very, very expensive. That yeah. license is very, very expensive. Uh, you know, uh, Ubisoft has the other one coming out, the outlaws or something like that. Star Wars outlaws. Yeah, Star like Wars that, outlaws right? comes out later this year. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, the same question, is it going to do well enough? I, you know, we don't know. And I mean, a lot of people are excited kind of for in. it, but we don't. I mean, again, it's just, I mean, I, I get, I don't know. It's, it's, it's concerning. And I know there's some people wondering, you know, I saw someone asked here, let me see if I could find who it was about the title of this. First of all, the show is the show. Uh, we, we are talking <laughs> about the Xbox Pandora's box being open, going third party with the four games. And that's what the that next means. topic, right? Well, that's, that's, hold a, that for, that's, yeah, the that's the next topic, topic. <laughs> we're talking about the layoffs because obviously that's an important conversation so trust me if you're here to to listen to yeah. the opinions we're going to get to it uh it is important so i mean again. the the quarter like this quarter ends march right and a lot of yep. annual you know uh you know the year ends for a lot of companies are usually march some of them are going to go further to june so i would expect to see more of this uh, going into March, uh, and then maybe uh, a bit more going into April, May, and June, uh, which is sad, but it is what it is, right? So, um, you know, after you know taking stock of what happens in the fall, which is usually the big season, um, once you get those numbers and it, it doesn't work out, that's when you start to change directions. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna see this, right? So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so unfortunately. Sony's, yeah, Sony's going to change directions. Everyone's starting to change directions. It's have we un- heard from Ubisoft yet? 
Uh, no, we have not. Okay, expect that one. Yeah. There, there's going to be some layoffs. We, we have not heard from Ubisoft <laughs> as of yet, which is uh, very concerning. And that company is big. That company has they a are, lot. And I, I don't think uh, was it Avatar? Was it Pandora or something? What was the game? Avatar, the Avatar, Avatar game. The, yeah, uh, didn't do that, from, that well. Avatar for Pandora Frontier. Avatar Frontier. It was something like that. Frontiers of whatever it was. That I don't think did well. Uh, we know that um, uh, Prince of Persia did not do well. Um, so those were their two big marquee games along with, um, AC Mirage. Right. Uh, so I mean, I, I, I yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, going to be yeah, something gonna, happening there too. We're going to, we're going to be covering it um, here and mo most people, uh, are going to be covering it as it should be covered. This should not be, uh, put away. Yeah. And, uh, please. I, I also wonder why take two is so adamant with freaking GTA six saying, we're not going to put that everywhere. What, you know, why does it only have to be on PlayStation and Xbox? I, like, Spare me the baloney that it can't be done yeah. on all platforms at the same time. Oh, they, you because they the know they can sell the most. They know they can sell it twice. That's why. Yeah, that's it, what they're gonna do. Yeah, but, but they, whatever. They, they have like a you know an insane attach rate, and they know that a bunch of PC gamers are going to pick up consoles just to play that game, and then they're gonna bounce right back to PC and yep. pick up the better version of the PC a year later. That's what happened last time, and yeah, uh, it's, it's a model that works for them. But yeah. anyhow. Yeah, but you know that game is probably going to be a hundred bucks, right? They don't care. Uh, yeah, there's no, there's no it. doubt about we'll it. Again, it. it's 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 probably going to be hundred dollars. <laughs> Ultimate game. edition will be one hundred fifty bucks. Collector's edition will be four hundred bucks. Yeah, and you'll buy console. It. Yeah, <laughs> buy console. Argy, good stuff as always, brother. Listen, one bad mother. Let's get you in here. Uh, EA yeah. announces nearly seven hundred people being laid off. Uh, two games canceled. Uh, the first yeah. person Star Wars game that was announced last year. Uh, there was an unannounced, uh, which I, of course, didn't know was in development, a offshoot Battlefield game. I'm hoping that wasn't, uh, um, bad, you know, the, the what was it? I was going to say Bad Batch, but that's Star Wars. Uh, bad Company 3. Could you imagine if that's what it was? Because everyone's been clamoring for a Bad yeah. Company sequel, and whatever they were working on, they're not working on. Um <laughs> And of course, I like this, those bad companies. They were fun. They were great. They were so much fun. The characters were awesome. Um, and of course, this the this now third round of layoffs this week started with Supermassive. Uh, it, uh, it, it it finished. Uh, you know, obviously yesterday we had the 900 layoffs from Sony and their multiple studios, multiple games. There were canceled, including Twisted Metal, which is devastating because that would have made bank for them. Um, and now this. Uh, what yeah. what are your thoughts on the industry, man? This is is very concerning. Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, before I like delve too much into that, I, you know, do have to acknowledge, like you were saying, boom, the, the people behind it. Uh, Cause a lot of times, you know, when you talk about like the, 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 I guess the, the what's actually happening, uh, sometimes it can sound, sound really callous, like you're overlooking it, but which, um, you know, somebody who's, who's actually lived through a couple crashes myself, I've been affected. Uh, I was part of the mortgage industry crash back in 2007. That was a real bloodbath. I remember I was uh, I was freshly in that industry when they they were hiring like everybody, and that was 300 people. And one of my hiring classes, like less than 10% of us were left. Like a year later, uh, I went right into banking where I drove that that industry to crash. So um, <laughs> like in 2008, and you know it, the you know the human element. I like the I I. You know, I can have them. I have empathy for it because I've lived through it. I spent 
seven months trying to figure out how I'm going to, you know, uh, start a new career and figure out how to, I'm going to feed the kids and stuff like that. So I, hopefully, you know, a lot of these people that are part of the industry, uh, there's a lot of talent in there. And a lot of the people that do, are in the gaming industry are not in the gaming industry because they need to be in the gaming industry. They're in the gaming industry because they love the, the they love gaming. Um, a lot of them could actually get paid a lot more money uh, or get paid more money uh, for the skill sets that they bring. And I'm sure there's probably other parts of the tech industry that uh, that will be poaching them, you know, looking for them. So, you know, I'm, I want to just wish them all well before we kind of jump into uh, you know, the industry itself. But at the end of the day, though, this is just part of the, the capitalism thing. And we even talked about it. I feel like we talked about this a few years back when we when things were like booming. And, you know, I did say back then even that the, usually what happens is like there, whenever you have these industries that go through this really, really fast growth, there is going to be a period of time where the growth stops when it stops. You know, there, there's usually some period of consolidation uh, there's a, there's a, a correction. And I think that's what we're seeing today. Um, it's been unique though, with, with a lot of the companies that you're seeing it from, um, you know, I know it's not just limited to AAA, but we're seeing it in the AAA space more than uh, a lot of other places. I don't know if we've been seeing the same sort of impact in the mobile gaming side of things. Um, it's, you know, a lot of this is really focused around a, a segment of the industry that, has stopped growing where, you know, where it's been. And so like, you know, a few weeks back, you know, everybody kind of bagged on Microsoft, you know, this week it's bagging on Sony. And then, you know, a day later, it's now it's EA. I think, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you got to step back and go, it's not just one of these companies. It's not just something that they could have done different. Uh, you, like even looking at some of the Sony layoffs, you know, I know we talked about some of the struggles that they've, they've been having. If you look at Insomniac, I mean, we just talked about them. They've been superstars, right? Like they did ba basically every damn thing right that you could you could do in terms of being able to merge an IP with a game that plays really well with a top, you know, a benchmark uh, production values and, you know, turning these games in a time frame uh, at, through the pandemic and everything that really nobody else in AAA has been able to keep up with, and they're impacted. And at the end of the day, they're impacted because it's capitalism. Uh, they're, and these companies have realized there's just not, there's not growth. It's the same pie that we're cutting over and over again. And uh, the problem with it right now is that all these AAA companies, uh, the console, the, the console platforms, uh, the mega publishers, they're kind of finding themselves in a spot where over the last few years, it's been really, really difficult to like launch new IPs to diversify their portfolios. So they're because if you know you launch those, you miss it can cost you big time. So they've been playing it safe, but the, the challenge there is that you know over time you lose some of that excitement around that stuff. So even if a game comes out and it's really good, it's 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 more and more difficult. To wow people so you know god of war ragnarok and spider-man were both uh you know really highly clean games but at the end of the day you know you you double the budget of spider-man and you don't get double the wow factor right it's just diminishing returns and the base you're selling to hasn't grown and that's the kind of the challenge and i think it is interesting because it does tie into some of the other stuff that we've been really arguing over over the last few weeks even you know some of the other topics we're going to talk about today i think a lot of this does tie into that because the industry has sort of reached its limit with the way that it's been and this is not like 
it's not a thing to be scared about. It's it's what happens. It you know it's it not the only place time or place that this has ever happened. Uh, and what happens is that it's going to go through a correction, and then they're going to have to figure out how to innovate. They're going to have to figure out how to change things up to start growing again. And and they will. I think you know when we kind of get into that, I think there is things on the horizon that will you know give that create that opportunity. But I think we need to like start looking at this industry different. It's not 2008 anymore. Uh, it's not, you know, the, it, 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 the days of, you know, you, you, you wow somebody with an exclusive and then you sell a bunch more consoles. And now, you know, you're making $200 a year from those customers you sell those consoles for to, uh, towards like that, those days really, uh, are, are behind us. Like now the, 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 the customers are still buying the same consoles, you know, like basically the PS5 customers were the PS or PS4 consumers that just upgraded and and same thing on the xbox side and and uh you know so like there's only so many if you're not growing the pie and and the costs are going up and the uh the industry you know walls have kind of come down a little bit you you see that now double a studios are coming in here and taking uh some of the airspace you saw that this year you got hell world and hell divers and what is it Bellatro ultra or whatever that is like some of these things are just coming out of nowhere now like um and it's not always the big high production value game that's that's capturing everybody's attention it's like you know minecraft's still still consuming a lot of uh mind share and time and things like that so so yeah i think that uh you know this is just this is just going to be a correction i think it i think it hopefully it helps a lot of the the consumer bases uh, you know, realize that that's why some of the companies are going to do some different things. And, and I think that they're going to have to do different things for the health of the industry. Um, uh, I think the one other thing I would address on that though, because I, I have seen, uh, I have seen some of our friends <laughs> on Twitter and, and some that are popular amongst the San Francisco media and stuff like that come out and say like, this is the result of the consolidation, right? Like, you know, Microsoft. I don't, I don't know if that's what it is, dude. I just no, don't. I, I don't like, like, I think we no, definitely it's need, it's not, it's almost the end. It's almost the reverse. Like, um, and again, not to like give people economics. Cause if I start talking about that stuff, I'm sure all your uh, users will start leaving the, the show and come back later. But um, that the, really the thing is with that is uh, you know, when industries mature, they actually do consolidate. Like when they hit their limits, when there's really no, no new juice to squeeze out of it with the old models, that's what happens. And, you know, we saw that with Zenimax, like as they were struggling to adjust in the industry uh, where it was trending uh, the games they were good at, they, they they couldn't grow anymore making those games. And when they tried to pivot, they they failed. And that's why they had to sell. ABK, uh, you heard when the, the ABK trials were going on. And even as they had, you know, they were they had some record quarters coming out. And they were, they were asking Bobby Kotex, like, why are, you, why are you still fighting to sell? You know, like, you guys could just take that, those billions and just, you know, say, hey, thanks, Microsoft, for the billions and and go make your money. And he basically said, no, we're like they needed they needed some of the tools and the AI and the things that Microsoft provides in order for them to move forward because they hit their limit. Right. They these companies uh, and a lot of the companies are, are you're going to see them. A lot of these companies are going to have to either 
cut costs, so they're going to have to reinvent themselves. There's, there's only one. There's only two different ways to go because that's how capitalism works. You got to figure out how to make more profit. So either they're going to, uh, you know, cut all the fat, you know, see if they can do more with less, or they will have to think about innovation. Uh, or the, the the last step is, you know, we're going to have to merge with somebody so we can do things that we can't do by ourselves, or we're going to have to sell to somebody so we can't, so we can do things that we can't, you know, so maybe the synergies, and I'm using business words, like between us and, and them are going to allow, you know, make more sense than if we just exist yeah. by ourselves. And that's, that's exactly what happened. So like, so some of the knuckleheads and they're, you know, so they, some of them even used to have their own shows on cable TV, uh, are, you know, who are basically blaming Microsoft for Sony's layoffs indirectly. Um, that's what? Not how, like it's you reading between the lines. It's the it's just ridiculous to even. You just have to blame it. Xbox for everything, right? Yes. yes. So I'll add this, OBM. I I put up a video several years ago saying, "Is graphic fidelity killing video games?" And I think it is. And like it's it's that ever pervasive thing of making it more and more graphically awesome that just makes it more and more so i think that's a lot more of what this is than well, freaking microsoft consolidating so <laughs> like, I, or so sony Cadillac's consolidating I, I think it's a good so there's there's actually an interesting discussion there because i don't know that it necessarily is it has killed anything it, you the model used to work like like the game remember like the, the whole reason why exclusives were uh were so renowned or so important to platforms is they usually were the benchmark games right like for all of us gray beards or the, the longtime gamers single player gamers it was the first party games that defined the platform it was it was you know halo showed you what the original xbox could do halo 2 showed you what xbox live could do gears of war showed you uh, what kind of graphical fidelity was possible with the 360. And these were all benchmarks. And then you look at last generation, it was Horizon Zero Dawn coming out, you know, at, at an E3 and showing you what the PS4 was capable of and, and then God of War in, in Spider-Man. And so it's it was always those games that were trying to show everybody, this is what these consoles are capable of. This is why you need to come here because if you just rely on third-party games or every every other game, you're you're going to be missing a big chunk of what is possible uh, in the gaming you know industry. And I think what's happened though is that we've hit this point of diminishing returns. It's like I said, Spider-Man Two for three hundred million does not. You know, you compare it to games from last generation that were probably a hundred million. You're not getting that. You're not getting that jump in wow factor, right? And and I think that now it's getting to the point where your exclusives are just turning into they're just they're just games. Like, and I'm not saying that in a way to be demeaning. It's like, but if you look across the industry, you look. Well, there's also the, a lot of games. That's uh, the thing. It's, if, it's if overwhelming. You, if you, last if, uh, uh, to your point, and phenomenal stuff is always OBM. If you just look at what happened last year, I mean, in the chat, throw a number up there. How, how many games did you not get to last year? Because my list is redonkulous. Yeah, no, it's um, crazy. I, I like I need them. I actually need them to go like a, just like maybe 
two years without releasing anything. So I can get caught up on just the things that I can't wait to play. And that's what I do. I look at, it's like, I look at my backlog. I'm like, man, I want to play all five of these games. I'm like, man, I'm just going to play Halo while I think about it. Cause I get overwhelmed by the choices sometimes. Or I start like, the, I start one thing here and I get it 10, 20 hours in there. But that's a, that's a me problem. I know some of you, some of you do better with that than I do. Dude, but- I have put in the last four days, 15 hours plus into Halo Infinite. I cannot stop playing it. I've, I've done all There's the battle passes. Problem. It's just... There's it's just, your other problem. Yeah. yeah. yeah, well, yeah. And that's the... Matt Piscatello talked about that, right? He, I like the term he used. He called them black hole black hole games, right? The games <laughs> that just don't... Die, like You just play them for hundreds, thousands of hours over a generation. They don't die. Fortnite will continue to eat you know, like would just continue to eat tons and tons of hours and and take time and uh, focus and attention and mind share away from everything else. You got like these 10, like 10 games that are constantly up in the, you know, that are up in the zeitgeist that are rotating up there and really even less than that, uh, that are that are really kind of, you know, pulling all these pulling all these gamers and and that's the thing like the zoomers today they don't even look at our list wars they don't even they don't talk about that. I, I i hate to say it, like they don't talk about starfield and god of war they talk about you know the next thing that's coming out in Fortnite, or or you know they're or they're building something in minecraft well, all they gotta do is drop a skin right look, look look how crazy people went for the ninja turtles and and there are people trying to finish the battle pass to get shredder to get krang it's it's it, yeah, it's it, and so yeah, that, and those and we don't think about those as like sales, competing sales, but they are. Right? They absolutely like, are. Yeah. Every time they drop something new in there that that you know galvanizes all the uh, you know the Fortnite gamers to go there, it, that takes away from time or money or, or things that we would talk about with uh, with these other games. So it's it's really it's a different industry, um, and I think that's the challenge now that that Sony's seeing Microsoft, you know. Phil's been saying it for years, and and I know people like if you repeat it, you know, they'll, sometimes they'll they'll tell you that you're just kind of eating the whatever the the corporate uh, talking points. I'll yeah. just say that nicely, but the you know, but it's it's <laughs> it's the reality, right? It is. Um, we've seen it now. We saw the numbers leak from the ABK trials. We saw stuff leak from in, in the Insomniac leaks, and uh, you know, we see that the 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 average uh, average amount of like monthly active users on these consoles is not really changing very drastically uh no matter how many or how few sales are they're like they're very very similar and and it's digital so people are stuck there and the the new gamers the, the like usually what would happen is like as you know some like you'd always have the new gamers right the new people to try to win over with your exclusives and with your platform. The new gamers don't care, man. That they'll take their Fortnite skins wherever the hell it's convenient. And if if in a couple of years there's like a you know handheld device that's that's more convenient to play Fortnite on, they'll go take all their skins from the PlayStation and start buying them over there. They don't like they're just wired differently. And uh and so I think what Sony's now seeing and why they are pivoting and uh it's the same reason why I think you're you know, we have the controversy with Xbox, uh, is that they're seeing that they're not just not having the impact they used to. And, you know, the data has been saying that for a while. People haven't really believed it. Uh, but I feel like the leaks coming out kind of proved that that is the case. Yep. And and if they're not, 
if you're not getting the strategic impact of selling more consoles with the Spider-Man 2, like, yeah, they sold consoles. There was a boost in console sales, but you're, you're probably like, you're, probably selling them to the Spider-Man one customers that are now upgrading. Right. So it's, you're not getting, you're not getting uh, like brand new people into your ecosystem that have never been there that are now spending lots and lots of money on controllers and things like that. So if you're not doing that with these types of games, now you've got to start thinking about, well, either we got to cut back, we can't keep making them this expensive, or we got to figure out other ways to monetize them uh, which could mean, you know, porting them or, yep. you know, making a multi-platform. Again, we're going yeah. to get into that because, look, the porting thing, I, 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 I'm not going to repeat myself. My, my stance has been known, uh, how I feel about certain things. Um, but everyone is going to have to figure out a way to make more money on older games that they have. And Sony is, is not blind to that. Hiroki Totoki is going to be making look, folks. If, if you think that I'm lying, because I do want to bring, uh, I, I do want to bring Kaysante in here. Then we're going to get into the, the Microsoft topic, which of course is going to be led uh, by OBM because he has a lot to say on it. If you look at the press release from yesterday's uh, announcement of the 900 people late uh, that were laid off from Sony across the world, right? Not just one particular aspect. Many many studios were affected. In his uh, his email or his press release, he said delivering the immersive, narrative-driven stories that PlayStation Studios is known for at the quality bar we aspire to requires, folks, a re-evaluation on how we operate. If that if if you get anything from the press release, which I will add to the show notes if you want to read it for yourself, that statement, that small paragraph should give you everything that you need to know about Sony first party moving forward. I'm not saying their games are going to look like, like they're going to look different. They're going to be terrible. It's going to run terrible. They can no longer afford $300 plus million for a game. And if you think I'm crazy, Spider-Man 2018, which is phenomenal, costs 90 million to make that game. Spider-Man 2 costs 315 million to make. That wasn't including uh, uh, the advertisement that went on the back end of that. And according to the leaks, which we know is not happening now, Spider-Man 3 was going to be 400 plus million dollars. You know that's not happening. The game is going to happen, but it's not going to be $400 million. Um, but uh, OBM, listen, we'll come back to you, brother. I just yeah. want to bring I want to bring Kay Asante in. I just want to catch up sure. on these Super Chats, Kay, if you don't mind, because there's been quite a few of them. We have a couple here from RC Polygons. He drops not one, folks, but two $10 Super Chats and says, the first one, he says, did you hear that Call of Duty Warzone Mobile has been officially announced? Yes. For global release, depending on the, the uh, parity contract with Sony, we could see some Xbox Game Pass perks for the mobile game. I wouldn't doubt that. Um, and if you did know, we're going to go into that tomorrow, me and C-Money, on the X-Vlog Live at noon. Uh, I think that Call of Duty uh, Warzone Mobile is why we are definitely getting 
Call of Duty into Xbox Game Pass. That is going to be, it's going to print money. They have already 50 million pre-registered users. That game comes out in the spring. I believe it's the end of March, if I'm not mistaken, March 27th, if I'm not mistaken. And it is going to print money. And it's going to be a big deal. And I think it's that, I'm not saying it's that one game, but it's certainly going to uh, definitely, in my opinion, I could be wrong, but we'll see this fall, that Call of Duty Black Ops Gulf War is in Game Pass. And it's and it's because they're going to be making money off of this. But we'll, we'll get into that tomorrow. Um, Rich Maharg drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, if we have to give a few games to other consoles to support the value of Game Pass, then so be it. As long as we keep our identity, I super chat too much. Brother, thank you for the outstanding generosity. RC Polygon's second $10 super chat. He says this, do you all think Xbox should pick up Epic Games to get Fortnite to gain the next generation of gamers since the casual people are really only into Fortnite and others if Epic wants to sell off I don't think Epic would ever sell off, and I don't know if Microsoft could pull that off. That might be considered a a, a, a horizontal, uh, a, a, a vertical. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it would be crazy difficult to get that done. But I, I think that they should work with them. They certainly should partner with Fortnite and get more Fortnite, uh, you know, Xbox centric things. You know, they've had Master Chief. They've had a few other characters. They need to really get into uh, partnering with Fortnite to get people equated with the Xbox brand, and maybe that is bringing in a Joanna Dark skin. Maybe that means a bringing in a South of Midnight when the character, or e- how about this about bringing uh, Chai from Hi-Fi Rush into Fortnite? That would be kind of dope, um, you know. We, 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 but it, it's good point. Uh, Andre Doyle drops a very generous five dollar super chat, and he says. Microsoft is the future. Sony is not. Money wins. Xbox, PC hybrid, and mobile with cloud is the future of gaming. Yeah, their next consoles are going to be something special because uh, obviously Sarah Bond told us so. But yeah, Sante, let's before we get into the Xbox topic about the Pandora's box being opened and whether or not the fractured community uh, could be repaired and what that looks like for the future of Xbox. Uh, with some of the decisions they're making. Let's talk about the layoffs, man. Um, big news. It continues to be one day after another. Uh, again, I mean, I'm, you know, obviously you had uh, super massive games. They lost 30% of their staff. 900 yesterday for Sony, almost 700 from the EA. I'm afraid to turn on my phone tomorrow, to be honest with you, uh, because I think we're going to get more. Uh, what are your thoughts? No, I, I I think it's a sad, sad state we, we find ourselves in. And of course, Hargi and, and OBM put it down absolutely perfectly. I wouldn't be able to say anything more. Uh, I think that this is a correction in some ways of some of the changes that the, some of the places that they thought they could go, some experimentation. And obviously, as as uh, as budgets balloon and, and they get more brazen in their in their idea of triple a triple a games so must the the budgets balloon to to adapt to it and clearly it's just not something that can can be sustainable you know uh obm you were saying something like back in the day they used to be very specific and focused on these triple a uh system movers if you will Mm -hmm. because those system movers were what defined the platform i say i agree with you 
And I say the reason why it used to be successful then is because those platforms were different from each other and each of them had to come up with juice to make each of them shine. Now they're all the same box and it's all just a crapshoot. They're just basically lying to everybody. It's the same box. Just one is one has green accents. The other one has blue accents and they're fighting for your attention. But at the heart of it, it's exactly the same box came from the same manufacturing factories and everything. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's not what it used to be. And for a long time, us graybeards have wanted it to be that way. Cause that's how we grew up. Right. And obviously Capitalism being what capitalism is, you give us what we want, we give you our money. But it's no longer something that's that's that can continue. It cannot continue, right? And unfortunately, we're seeing the, the manifesting of that, right? Uh, I found it super, super telling the the part of the the article that that Herman Hulse, the statement that he made that said that moving uh, bec to become a sustainable, normal business, they need different resources. Like, you know, that that to me said they put their stake in the ground and they were about to change a lot of the people, you know, there to some to to new resources that potentially would be geared for future business. I hope that's not all gas games, you know, that 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 I thought was very, very stark to see. And, and even places like Insomniac, who you think would be beyond beyond reproach, they've yes. literally made the PS5 gen. Even they were not above above being touched. You know what I mean. So that was super surprising to me. Uh, the only the only other thing that I'll say that I thought was that really does say something is a they announced the possibility of uh, the potential of bringing PSVR two to PC, and then b yeah, they big. fire their number one their number one VR studio. They closed the whole yeah. thing down. Uh, the one that studios. tells you something else. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? It, 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 you, know what it you know what it tells me? Um, mm. And we actually had this conversation this morning because if, if, if you don't know, uh, if, if there's anyone that knows who is a connoisseur of VR, it's Mr. K. Asante. He has almost <laughs> every headset, um, except for yeah. the PlayStation VR 2.0 because there was no reason to get it. Now there is because yes. it's going to be able to uh, use on PC. The question yes. that I had asked you is: Will Sony continue making this, considering they're they're in fiscal trouble? And you said yeah. that would really depend. It depends. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, please elaborate so, on that. So, so basically, the the the, uh, the reason. <laughs> One second, Kiyosante, I think yeah. they have so much inventory built up that yes, didn't get they, sold. They need to get rid of and it. This is they why they're doing to, it because yes. they just want to sell oh, yeah. what they have. Yeah, no, no worries. No, no reason. I 100% I agree with you. 100. That is the reason what they're doing right now is what my old company did. And, and my old company, uh, people don't know, I used to work for Hewlett Packard. Uh, they literally just parked their tablets. They did a fire sale. Remember, they, at, the, at some point, they tried to compete with the iPhone, uh, the, the iPad, and then they made these, a bunch of these tablets. And then overnight, they went from $300 to 99 bucks, and they sold like fire sale. Yeah. That was them getting out of the game. That's what this is. Remember, those who remember uh, me saying on this air, who've been on this show, who've, who've listened to this show enough, have heard me say this, right? Uh, we heard, oh, Jim Ryan's getting removed or he's retiring and this and that. I'm like, hey, let's pay attention. The minute we get that connect is optional moment, we know some things are changing. Guess yes. what? Yep. PSVR 2 coming to PC, that's the connect is optional moment. They are pivoting hard. That's what that is, right? Now, as a VR guy, right, all you got to do is tell me, okay, 
the thing that we're going to do to make this work for you is we're going to make it PC compatible so much so that it's Steam uh, that it's Steam VR compatible, meaning you plug it in and it's Steam VR compatible whole cloth. And I'm happy for it. Now, well, uh, why I say it depends on whether they'll keep going with it or not is the moment you make a PC VR headset uh, specific to, to PlayStation 5 and you move it to PC, then it changes from a proprietary walled garden accessory to a monitor, right? Because that's what, that's what literally VR headsets are, monitors, things that you plug in to use to consume media, just like your TV, just like your monitor and your PC. A VR headset is just a monitor. And imagine Sony telling you this monitor or this TV can only watch Sony content. That's what they have been doing with, PCV, with, with, with uh, PSVR 2. So if you turn it from a, a proprietary accessory to a monitor, maybe a lot of people might like that monitor and want to buy more of it. Who knows? We'll see how that goes. But of course, we, we all know that the VR market itself is very minuscule. That's why they're getting out of it in the first place. So uh, as Hargit is saying, they may just kill their inventory because they probably had a bunch of inventory sitting somewhere in a warehouse, and then we may never see or hear from them again. I will buy one gladly and be happy about it. But needless to say, I will say, I don't expect that this will end. I don't expect that because a lot of transition is happening now. And the, the final piece of this puzzle that will make me, that makes me kind of sad, but also hopeful is this, this solidifies indie, the indie space as the place of innovation. No place else will you find that because everyone else is kind of too scared to go out on the limb. So it'll be up to the indies to go out on that limb for you. So if you're a gamer and you enjoy interesting experiences, that's probably where you'll you'll want to keep an eye out, right? You know what's a good point to that? A good comparison to your point, Kay, is Mm. Prince of Persia. Yeah. Prince of Persia is an absolutely astounding game that nobody bought. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Best game Ubisoft has made since Splinter Cell, in my opinion. And to be fair, nobody bought it because Ubisoft priced themselves out out of it. Oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. They purposely priced themselves. They should have, yeah. Yeah. And and but I will say I did get get the the Ubisoft Plus for a month so that I could then maybe play Avatar, which everybody says sucks. I haven't killed the subscription just yet. (laughs) I haven't killed my subscription. They have at least two months on me right now. So maybe that was probably part of their plan. If you haven't played Mirage, you know, it's in there. It is unfortunate that not enough people played Prince of Persia because it is a masterpiece. And yeah, that's the world we live in right now. Those single player enjoy them experiences seem to be going the way of the dodo bird in favor of Fortnite, where you can just be in there forever. And, you know, if we graybeards don't like that, it's time to start, <laughs> you know, it's time to start voting with your with your dollars, as they say, you know, it sucks. But that's that's just just the way it is. We see it in in all these industries, right? They're they're, they're gearing up for a, a different world order, a new world order where my kids are the ones you focus on, and you don't want to focus on them. They have no sense of ownership, you know. They they play yeah. on freaking tablets and stuff. They they could care less where they, they play really as care. long as the game is entertaining. You know, it, right. it is what it is. You know, yeah, it's uh... which ultimately might be the right thing for the industry, right? Because maybe sure. just our way is, eh, whatever, right? 
So long term, that's probably the best thing. It's like I don't care where the game is. I just want to play. Stop it, Hargi. Your logic <laughs> is just just not good. We don't appreciate your logic. It's, you know what? It's too logical. That's that's Stop. a that's a phenomenal point. I want to segue into the next topic. Now, obviously, the last couple of weeks for Xbox and its fans have been brutal. To be quite honest with you, uh, there's been a lot of infighting. Uh, a lot of a lot of people that I that I, I first of all, let me just say this: I don't look up to anyone but my pops. He's not around, and that's why he's, you know, I, but I, he's, that's my hero right there. I don't look up to any other, other man. Sorry, I just don't. Um, but there are people that I gravitate to in this community because of the persona that they put out there. And, and obviously, if it's, if it's toxic, we don't go nowhere near it because that's not the kind of brand that we are. We like engaging and welcoming and inclusive uh, community members. Unfortunately, the Pandora's box that you see as the thumbnail was opened when it was confirmed that Xbox was putting four games onto PlayStation. And the that and obviously the Pandora's box is, well, what's next? Because there's going to be something else. Mm -hmm. uh, and it has fractured the community. And Phil Spencer, whether he whether he has publicly admitted or not, he sees it. He understands, right? That he obviously he he's in the socials folks he's reading um but talking with one bad mother in a dm really kind of changed my not my solid ideology i i still think brand identity is king i think that if you look at what sony has done they have built their brand on their strong ip nintendo has done the same and microsoft and specifically xbox has done that They've been in the gaming business over 20 years because of their iconic uh, characters and their games. Uh, and some of those iconic characters need to stay put where they are. But OBM has an, a really interesting thought and a theory as to what Microsoft is doing. Now, granted, let's call a spade a spade here. They are a trillion-dollar company, and Kayasante has said this, because they don't leave money, any money, on the table. But this industry is changing. And a perfect example of that is what has happened this week. And I know that the layoffs may not correlate one-to-one -one with what Xbox is doing, but it might. Just a pinch. Because Microsoft laid off 1,900 people. Did putting games onto other platforms potentially save that from being more i i don't know because we don't have those numbers no one has said anything about that but one bad mother you you have an interesting a very interesting theory of why xbox is specifically doing this but they're also doing it first which they do a lot of things and of course they get they get the arrows for doing these out of the norm things that the industry is not used to right right and and i well, first of all, I wanted to say I appreciate that boom. Uh, I didn't know that you, uh, <laughs> you were so impressed with the uh, the no, theories I had. Great but, read, dude. Really, it really was. You know, and I do like to share my thoughts. I, I stay away from the console war stuff, and it's not because like I'm a, I'm above. Here, let's be honest. Everybody here is is. Uh, we we want what we want, <laughs> and uh, you know, as consumers, we're we're always going to pull for what's going to work out best for us. Um, and I do understand. So I, I'm I'm going to like pre, you know, uh, preposition all this stuff by saying that you know I understand why why there is a lot of pushback, why there is a lot of concern. 
And I think we've talked a lot about that. We can come back on some of these points because I, because I, um, I, I, I really still think that that a lot of a lot of what we're doing is still thinking about this industry as the way it always existed. We just talked about a minute ago exclusives and why Sony maybe isn't going to make benchmark games or 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 not keep them to just a console anymore because of how the industry's changed. But you know, as somebody who's I've stayed away from the the console wars for a bit. I, before I kind of get into my point, though, I do have to like kind of admit where I'm at because I think it's only kind of fair. Uh, you know, when somebody's coming up here and saying, "Well, this is what I think," it's like, "Well, well what is it you really want?" Like, um, and and somebody that I've kind of been waiting to like, for people to get over the initial shock of this thing, but for a while, I've been at the standpoint where I want PlayStation gamers to keep subsidizing Game Pass, Play Anywhere games with their virtuous, full price, <laughs> restrictive use purchases, like. In any other consumer analysis, like we're looking at any other products, though the thing that 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 we always look at is like what is the the value and and experiences that we're getting for money, right? And with like thousands of games where we're at these days, with the overwhelming choice you have on either platform, we're getting to that point like we just were discussing that you're splitting hairs now in content where we all have like these massive backlogs, right. That, uh, that we don't even know where to start. And, and it's not just massive backlogs of fodder or filler. It is, it is the top of the, I can't even get to all of the, the, you know, the top of the industry games and all these genres that, that have come out over the last few years, but you know what it does make it less painful in making decisions when you have to like, look at all these different choices of what to, to, to download it is having that subscription where it doesn't cost me anything to take a risk and so like like i'm hearing a lot of people like taking victory laps or or basically like casting off the xbox because they're thinking you know it's like well one group of consumers is now going to have to wait to pay more to have less options with the same games and suddenly like somehow that's become like a victory and whereas xbox gamers are getting the first and a lot of third-party games day one in Game Pass, and most of them are going to be played anywhere. Like they already are pushing that way with anything that hits Game Pass, meaning that you can buy a ROG Ally and take those games and trips with you. Uh, and if you buy a PC in a few years, you'll be able to pick up your saves and play it with better, you know, graphics or or frame rates, things like that. And I think with a lot of this upcoming next gen, I think you're going to see a lot more of this ecosystem innovation that they've been hinting at, you know, when, when Sarah Bond was talking about the power, but I think like the best way to like try to illustrate what the, um, what, what these platforms are. And then I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what I think Microsoft's strategy is here in a minute, but like, like think about it this way, you, you have two restaurants you can go into, both of them have like gigantic, massive, uh, like the biggest buffets in the world, right? Like two of the top three buffets in the entire world with thousands of meals to choose from. You sit down, you push a button, and they bring you out a meal. And there's there's so many good things in this menu that you can't even decide what to eat. And and usually you run out of room to 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 keep eating before you even touch the tip <laughs> of the iceberg of, in the buffet. So what's the selling point of both buffets? Well, if the food is amazing in both restaurants, you got to think, well, what's going to differentiate them, right? Like, is it is it really going to be because one restaurant has, if, if the quality is very similar when you go to both, uh, is it really going to be that one has 10% uh, more options on the menu if you can't even 
fathom to like try everything as it is. At that point, if you're always having a great meal and you got all these different choices, what's going to separate one restaurant from another? And it's usually it's going to be a combination of things. Uh, for me, I'll say it's always been price. Uh, it's the atmosphere. It's the quality of the service. And, uh, you know, for me, like, I, I, like, I think we can all think of, of, you know, going somewhere, you eat something, it was decent, but you paid a whole heck of a lot. And you're like, oh, man, that wasn't really worth it, right, for what I paid for. But when somebody else is treating you out, it all tastes good. <laughs> and, and I think that's kind of like where, where Are you saying if, it, if it's free, it's for me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of. Yeah. And, and you know what? If 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 Sony if 399, if, baby. Go ahead. If 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 Sony uh if the virtuous, you know, like if, if people want to play on the on the winning box and they want to pay full price so that I can have uh so basically they're actually partially paying for my meal uh for the same thing that actually is gonna have more options, right? Like I said, I can take this out elsewhere and um then I just I, I I I struggled to think of the downside as somebody that's already committed to the ecosystem, as somebody who's already been invested in it, that spent you know already years. I've been in the ecosystem since I played Halo CE uh, three weeks after the original Xbox launch on a kiosk, and that and I've been here since. So I'm not going anywhere, uh, and I'm not giving up my Game Pass subscription. I got too many backlog games on there that I've half started already, and so. That's not changing. So, so again, you start to think about. We just spent all this time talking about the industry and the struggles of of making these games profitable and what games do we even get greenlit. The thing that we people never really do, often don't see or think about is the stuff that got canceled. Uh, yeah, it makes a yeah. it makes a quick news thing, right? But like we now know that the Star Wars games from EA got canceled, but most of those a lot of these things just get canceled behind the scenes you never know about them you never you ne hear about them yeah you'll, you'll never hear you'll never hear hi-fi rush 2 in the boardroom trying to make the business case well why should we be able to allow to make this game uh when hi-fi rush did one didn't really move a lot of game passes and and so like you don't hear those conversations so anything that is going to fuel that that sort of model that flywheel and and we know that steam has like if if Steam if they weren't day one in Steam and and basically kicking butt uh, with Steam sales the way they have been the last few years they would probably would not have bought Zenimax like a lot of those a lot of what they did with Zenimax would not have made financial sense they and that probably leads them to not being able to buy ABK or even a lot of the other games that they're just kind of throwing up against the wall because they saw what happened with Sea of Thieves you know like like I I believe Steam. Uh, Game Pass and then Steam kind of saved that, right? It was like that whole thing. They built the mind share with Game Pass. They got the full price sales. And it's sort of like Steam was subsidizing Game Pass. The Steam customers, all those people on Steam that have been paying full price for those games, have been subsidizing the uh, and making Game Pass viable. Like we always talk about is this is this is this going to be you know viable long term? Is this something that's going to be able to continue to exist? And I think the reason why it, it does is because they get the best of both worlds. They get their cake and eat it too. We can build this this subscription. Uh, we can build this thing that's going to live beyond the console uh, when we get beyond plastic walls and you're now playing games everywhere. And and we're closer than people think. When everything is an app sitting next to it sitting next to each other on your TV, on your, you know, mobile devices or whatever, uh, whether that's local or streaming, because it's going to be both. Uh, when everybody is like that and all the games are just going to be available everywhere, 
you know, we know that something like a subscription is a nice compliment to somebody who loves to play on PlayStation. It's a, it's a nice compliment to somebody who loves to play on Steam, right? It, it, it feels that like it's, it can be a nice complimentary thing, but the nice thing about it for Microsoft is that the money they make from the Game Pass Ultimate user is actually the same amount of money they make yearly from, uh, from your regular, you know, Xbox is my home console gamer. And, and, but, they're, but they're just doing it in a different way. So like, I think a lot of what we're seeing right now, and I don't know if I'm using the right terminology here, but uh, you know, Microsoft kind of sort of setting the, the tone here with some of these ports. I think a lot of it, it's not just about the money, right? Like I do think that is some of it is there because I think Bill and the team are trying to set up these studios like a Double Fine, like a Tango, that they're not going to become Call of Duty support studios when when Phil and team are replaced by somebody by somebody from the Borg later on, right? Like I think he's trying to build a something that can be sustainable for these studios to keep taking chances and keep putting like experimental appetizers in that 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 low cost portion of the buffet, right? Like so, like I think that's part of the the equation. The other thing is I I really believe that right now. Uh, this is another step in what they've been doing for years, you know, whether it was like Phil getting up on stage with, uh, you know, the leaders of Sony and Nintendo at, at one of the Keeleys or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the Game Awards, yeah. This, uh -huh. this, this Kumbaya thing is not really about every... People, <laughs> I, I get in arguments with a lot of my friends in the community. They're like, Phil's just too nice. He, they need so many more cutthroat. They said, this is, this is completely self-serving. When you are not the market leader, or when somebody else is dominating you, which Steam is dominating them in PC and uh, Sony is dominating them in console, it doesn't really do the console wars don't do you any good uh, to sit there and be like, you know, we're going to go, you know, tit for tat with them, especially when you got the whole, you know, the media behind all the market leaders, you got the regulators trying to protect them. Like, like what Microsoft I think is looking to do is just get people to lower their swords and start to think beyond the console war. Because beyond the console wars, transferring that over is really that next paradigm is going to, they're setting themselves up to be to be uh, in front there. Because right now, like if you are getting everybody on Sony, the, 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 the Sony enthusiasts to lower their sword, it's like, oh, I guess maybe I can, you know, buy uh, an Xbox. I'm not going to buy an Xbox right now because it's 500 bucks. So the Game Pass value proposition doesn't really in my mind, as a, if I'm a Sony gamer, it doesn't really make sense yet. It's not the numbers aren't there because I have to go invest 500 bucks to get the same quality game that I'm getting with my PS5. So they're not going to do that. But what's happening, I believe, is you get them to lower their swords, you get the media to lower their swords, the regulators to kind of back off and go, oh, look, at they're playing nice. And what that allows them to do is continue to invest more, buy more, build up mindshare. And right now it's all about building up mindshare of your IPs so that when you when everybody is just an app sitting next to each other, that suddenly you're now just a button click away. It's not 500 bucks. It is oh, it's a dollar to go try it. And you know what? It's a dollar and I don't even have to buy an, a, an Xbox controller. I can use my uh, dual sense because you can use it on streaming, right? And so that's, I think, what a lot of people aren't thinking of. I, I understand the concerns. I think a lot of Xbox gamers are concerned that if, if Microsoft continues to do this, it's going to lose value. And they've seen what's happened in the past. And I in the past, that those models worked, right? But now we're in the digital age. This is... This is really an extension of 2013. 
like the 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 average Xbox gamer is still staying. If you didn't switch from if you didn't switch from Xbox to PlayStation when uh, when Crackdown was going up against God of War and Spider Man, then why are you going to switch? But it's when you got like uh, you know uh, Indiana Jones going up against Spider Man Two and and Ragnarok, right? Like so, people are really invested in their digital ecosystems these days and their friends list. They're not really moving, but I but I do think that they are positioning this so that when when those walls do come down, they're now going to take the lead because you have to think about where, if you look at where all the industry trends are going today, um, they're going towards areas that are strengths for Microsoft, NVIDIA, uh, Valve, and even Nintendo <laughs> with the handheld thing. And they're going away from the, the strengths that, that Sony has you know, dominated in, which is the, the walled garden, having the most exclusives, having the most third-party exclusives. None of that stuff's going to matter in a few years when you, know, when you can take your entire Xbox ecosystem uh, somewhere else. And I'm saying this not as like, as, as like an inside thing. Phil Spencer, when he did the interview with, with Jez Gordon back in December, after he was trying to clean up from um, Tim Stewart's comments, and, uh, you know, he talked about, wouldn't it be nice if you could just take your entire, you know, you could stream your ecosystem everywhere. And they've, they've also talked a lot about the play anywhere, the dual entitlements and expanding that. Right. And we've seen, we've seen that with the Japanese publishers. Uh, you saw that with, with Sega, who, who you know, Persona and, and and Yakuza weren't even on Xbox One for a long time. Now they're now I bought you know Infinite Wealth and it's a Play Anywhere game. Uh, you you look at Square, who hasn't really supported, been on and off with Xbox for for years. Why would they support them now when their sales are the worst? Well, it's because there's something else happening, and, yes. and they they bought in. They bought into this idea that. Supporting Xbox doesn't mean just supporting a console. It means supporting this Xbox anywhere, which you know, which means that you know the the that making a game for Xbox means making a game for an app on a TV, which means makes making the game for uh, an app on your computer or your laptop. You know, it that's what it means, and that's what it's going to mean in the future. And that's why they're actually been increasing support, and why Sarah Bond, when she was saying that, like we have more support now than we ever have. Despite the sales that we all acknowledge are not great, uh, those sales don't matter. You know, and so what matters to me, and just going back to what matters to me, uh, I think Game Pass is the one thing that is um, for me as somebody who's been who's grown up in the single player IPs. Uh, you know, all the way back, I guess going back to Atari, really, but really you're going to like Nintendo and Sega Genesis and Xbox and PlayStation, like all those things, those types of things that we've grown up on. I think that their best place in the future is not going to be uh, $70 sales on a walled garden. Like though trends are going away from that, the Zoomers will not pay $70 for a, for a 20 hour experience, but they do have lots of subscriptions and, and that's where I think Game Pass could potentially, and I'm just going to say potentially because we don't know if it will, but that's where it can potentially bridge that gap. And that's why when they came out, the only thing I cared about is, are you still committed to day one? Did you change anything there? And they said, not only are we committed to day one, we're going to bring Call of Duty day one, right? So like that told me they're all in on it. And that was the only thing that I care about because to me, that flywheel, that Game Pass flywheel is the only thing that really matters because it's going to be the conductor and the... Uh, 
the conduit really for the entire ecosystem, whether it's the console or other things, or the handheld, or whether it's going to be an app on your TV or, or anything else. So that's kind of like where I'm at. And that's one of the reasons stuff, why. Yeah, yeah. So so I'll let other people talk and disagree with me. I, I've been in the minority in a lot of covers. <laughs> Kane knows. Kane's been in some of those conversations. Uh, he lets me talk. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Listen, you bring up. Listen, the, you, the you problem here of, is yeah. the problem here is after OBM talks, I have nothing to say because I agree wholeheartedly with him almost one hundred percent on this. Well, so, you know what? Let, let, being, let, let me bring you into the conversation, Harkey. Now, I, I, I mean, um, KS Hunt, and we'll go right to Harkey right after. Um, I, I want I want to get your your hot take on this because obviously we, we've talked about this. Community has talked about this. There is this this ideology that a Pandora's box for Xbox is open. It's for games. Um, there's reasons for it. Now, is it mm -hmm. corporate greed? Some people will say yes. I might even I might even agree that it's yes uh, to some okay. extent because obviously you when you when you spend eighty billion dollars on a Activision Blizzard King, the, your investors are going to want that money back. Uh, I, yep. I so again. You know, we're still keeping the conversation open to the fractured community. That's that's Phil, Phil, and Phil and team are going to have to figure that out. Uh, I don't know yes, how absolutely. they fix that, to be honest with you, because you know they 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 are putting games on other platforms. I think mm -hmm. there is reasons for it. I think OBM's reasoning for it makes sense. I think from an Xbox fan point of view, um, like some people said in the chat. If games have, if some games, let's let's be clear, if some games have to go on other platforms to pay for other new uh, games to be added to Game Pass, if that's if that's the reasoning, then I'm not bad with it. I again, yeah. I I'm not going to, I'm not, I, I'm not going to sign off on a Gears of War on PlayStation. I'm I'm just not going to do that, and I hope that never comes to fruition because that is an Xbox brand identity that would damage the brand. Blasphemy. It, Blasphemy, well, I mean, damn Spencer it. said they won't do it. They won't. They won't do things to right. damage the brand. That he said those yeah. are his words. Absolutely. Where do you think this is all going at the end of the day? Obviously, you know, Microsoft did it first, and Microsoft did a lot of things first that they've always gotten mm -hmm. the arrows for. You, you've, you've said yes. that many times before. This is more arrows. Uh, but yep. they're in it. They're in it now. Four games are there. They're going to be launching very soon. We'll see how the media yeah. responds to it in regards to reviewing it. I have a feeling that all they're all, they're all going to get good reviews because they're on PlayStation. That's a, that's <laughs> a, obviously a talk for another show. Another show. But what what are your thoughts on on the subject matter at hand? So you guys have heard me, and and I like you know let's not bury the lead. I one hundred percent agree with OBM on this one. I think that. They 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 are the, the 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 as the youngins say they money long and when your money is long you can think <laughs> ahead right you can think far 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 ahead while you and I think about you know our lifetimes they can think of our children's lifetimes and see that during that time frame all the things that we hold hold dear and sacred will be nothing those damn them, zoomers right? those damn zoomers damn say. zoomers right. Like uh, I've said this, and 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 you know, people have heard me talk about this if they've been hanging out in our spaces and things. You know, we're we are the last generation that is annoying enough to have this sense of ownership. You know, we are the the last generation that doesn't read the EULA but thinks we own everything. You know what I'm saying? And because there's so many of us, the 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 
the regulatory bodies have no choice but to kowtow to our ridiculousness because nobody's reading that EULA that tells you you're not owning anything, right? Our children will also not read the EULA, but they will not be mistaken in thinking they own everything. They'll just do whatever those corporations say, and you know that because they've been doing it since birth, right? We are the last gen that expect to have things and keep them and own them and game preservation and all that crap that seems to hold, quote unquote, and, and you don't see me doing my fake uh, air quotes here, innovation back, right? It is what it is. <laughs> so uh, I do think that, that you know, uh, uh, as, as another gray beard said, hold on to your butts. This is not the end of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It oh, is really, it's, I'm getting old. It's, okay, it's heading, you know, we, we're getting old. It's, it's heading in that direction. But I honestly think that when it's all said and done, those of us who love games will still have no issues. We Like how the dust will settle, you will still find yourself in a paradigm where everything you want to play, you will get access to, be able to play. You know, there will be some things that fall through the cracks by and large, but I think we will be, we'll be just fine. Now, uh, boom, I know we were talking about this before. And I already primed the pump on you to tell you what I was going to say in this section, which I will say now, which is if there is any kind of smoke that I want to give, right? And OBM, I need you to push back on me hard on this one. I need you. I could see why you were about to run into all that. You see what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> see, uh, if there's any smoke to be given, it's the idea that Sony, since time and memoriam, have always been very forth, forthcoming to a certain extent with their consumer. You know exactly what to expect yes. from them, right? Yep. A, you buy my box, you play my games, right? Mm. B, whenever I get a chance to, I use you like a pay pig. You enjoy the bangers, you keep focused, you keep coming back. That's literally the, the, the business model, simple right? Simple messaging, that is a, right? Yeah. Sim simple messaging, right? Yep. Same business model as Nintendo, right? Pay pigs, I will send you an abacus, you will love it, and you'll keep buying it for way more than it's worth. Well, That's you see that in politics too, right? Like the, absolutely the, the, the yeah. simple message that the the, the, the dumbest people keep it people, simple, stupid method. Yeah, yes. that, that, that's those are the ones <laughs> exactly. that those are the ones that catch on. It's they don't even yes. have to make any sense. <laughs> it's just yes. that, and, and it trains the consumer rather right, well right. because it's very simple and easy to follow, right? Mm. If I have any smoke, it's the idea that for a long time. Right, those proponents of those simple messages have been kind of taking shots at Xbox, and every time they do, Xbox and 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 by and large Phil Spencer pushes back on that, right? And and those of us that are a part of that brand who like that brand then get galvanized to push back on that. Oh, the metric of success is not the the dollars and cents. Oh, Hi-Fi Rush's metric of success wasn't the dollars and cents. It was the engagement. Oh, this thing is profitable by and large, which all of it is true, and that's the case. Mm -hmm. But then out of nowhere, you turn on a dime and go, well, you know, if more people don't play this game, all of a sudden now our people are going to get have to get fired, so maybe we're going to change the rules. Well, you know, if people don't play these games, maybe there won't be a next one, yeah. so now it's going on a, a, a repeating console. You have lost the thread. If I have smoke, that's where my smoke lies. Well, All the others, fair, as craven as they can be, they have been very dedicated and very clear from jump. You guys went from hugging and inoculating. Hey, don't, 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 don't bother Pentiment. Pentiment's cool, baby. He's good. He's fine. There's nothing wrong with Pentiment. Leave him alone. And now all of a sudden, Pentiment's for the streets because otherwise. 
Pentium is going to be considered a failure and maybe, you know, people are going to lose their job. Well, if that yeah. was the case from Jump, maybe you should have calibrated your messaging from Jump instead of the back and forth that our consumers are now having to deal with when five minutes ago, the metrics of success wasn't the dollars and cents, and now all of a sudden it is. So uh, you see what I'm saying? Uh, so, okay, since you did call me out to push back. Please, I, I, yes. <laughs> I, I, I won't fully play push back because I think you're absolutely right. And I feel like most people that are that are enthusiasts to the uh, the platform over the years will admit that really ever since Peter Moore left, the, the messaging has just kind of been all over the place. Uh, it just depends on the day of the week. There's double talk and almost everything that comes out. I, I do think, uh, you know, I will say, though, you know, just in light of their competition, I think one of the challenging things that they have is that they are a lot of segments. They are a lot of different, you know, aspects of the, the gaming business. And I do think that, you know, buying like something like an Activision Blizzard mm -hmm. did transform them to yeah. be. See, they always knew they were going to be this company that they're basically mm -hmm. becoming now. But I think they initially thought that was going to be down the road. And that's why the reason yeah. why. Because they, Phil is even talking about like years back, like even on the uh, Xbox One, he said, you know, the exclusives really don't move the needle anymore, like towards mm -hmm. the end of the generation. And then they, they came out and says, well, this is about exclusives for you. I think the reason for that double talk is they understood they needed to build the brand, but now it's like, okay, now we're going to move into the future faster. Now we have, we, now we have so many, so many IPs and so many monsters. Yeah. Ah, screw like, the brand. That. that was supposed <laughs> to be for these years that, that we're going to skip over that, that those years. That was going to be, that, that from... was, that was back <laughs> when we, we, we came to the dance and nobody wanted to dance with us. So we, we, we brought the, the, the dancers with us. Now we are the talk of the town, baby. We don't need those anymore. We're yeah, out the door. That's, that's we got boring. your exclusive Redfall. Oh, uh oh, hold on a sec there. Yeah, that, that, that's oh, before we jumped, we jumped over windows, you know. So, yeah, no, but but yeah, no, I, I, Kay, I, I think that's going to be a constant thing. I don't think that's going mm. away, by the way, because it's like now you have you you have games that are bigger by themselves than Xbox. Like Call of Duty is bigger than Xbox. Uh, consoles yeah. right uh and you have minecraft you have you know you have these monster things that by themselves uh are bigger and we're also not even seeing the new stuff because phil's been hinting at innovation he's been hinting at uh you know the fact that they gotta you know not rely on the old ips and i think mm -hmm. that that's like another conversation but i do think that they are really aiming to build the next mega super giant zeitgeist IPs now yeah. that they have all these resources. They're not going to stop. Call of Duty isn't going to be the last. Like, that's not their goal. They're, they're going to try to build their own. And I, I think to do that, you got to think about it differently. Because now it's the, if the IP is going to be bigger than the Xbox, you're probably not going to restrict it to the Xbox, right? So yeah. Yeah. that's the thing. And I, and I, so I, I will say you're absolutely right. But but there is just some context to consider. Yes, absolutely, I, absolutely. I don't think yes. they can ever be like Sony or Nintendo because they don't yes. have a little. They don't. Have yeah, they, they they all of a sudden are no longer in in Sony or Nintendo's lane. They're completely above it, and yep. they have to change because of that. And yep. and of course, since he's not on this show, I will say this, and everybody will be quiet and not tell him. We can all agree that unfortunately, in this instance, Everborn Saga was right. They should have bought don't Sega because then it would have been. It would have been status quo had they not. It's not over. It's not over. Kay. I still think Sega's, Sega, Sega could get added to the to the uh, the low cost uh, subsidized buffet. 
Uh, so. Sure, sure. Hey, hey, there's there's always there's always tomorrow's a uh, bit of drama. You know, if he listens no. to this tomorrow morning when we're talking, he's like, "Hey, Kay, did you say that?" I oh no, he, he no, no one said a hey, damn thing. No one heard anything. Let's move like, on. Don't don't forget what I said. Getting everybody to lower their swords includes the regulators too. So. But you know what, OBM, you are absolutely right on the lowering of the swords thing. I heard people talking about uh, some of the the marketing managers from Xbox. Uh, kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge, showing off, uh, showing off PlayStations and this and that. And some people got so livid. And that was the first thing I thought, right? First thing I thought right now, here they are. They want their ultimate vision. How do you turn your competitor into a partner? You lay down arms. You start promoting their stuff. You start showing them that, hey, I'm no longer your enemy. Look, I'm pimping your wares, right? It's like, it's like it really does look like that's what they're doing. It's like the art of war thing, you know, like when 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 the uh, in the old days, like where uh, you you just you assimilate with the uh, with the enemy and and yeah, uh, and then before you know it, it's the red wedding, right? Like they, it, well, the, yes, yes, <laughs> and, and the thing Abs- is, absolutely, you know, if the future competition is over these big gigantic IPs, right? That's like where a lot of the, the it's going to be. Uh, mm-hmm. Them going there and eating mindshare. That's why I never understood any talk about pulling Call of Duty from there because last thing you want to do is create a vacuum with a hundred million plus gamers, right? You don't want to. No. You want to. You want to suck up all that. You you want to dominate. You want your IPs to dominate their IPs. So how do you do that? You go over there for now, and then eventually someday they they might just be in your store again, anyways. When all those walls come down, so that's kind of back to my point but yeah go, sorry uh, keep going no 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 i'm just reading the chat and realizing i'm full i'm full of pause moments this evening no more lowering of swords let's move on shall we Aye. Aye. holy moly <laughs> yikes <laughs> holy matrimony this this, this became rated uh, rated x what happened <laughs> Uh, it is what it streams, is. Uh, anyway, uh, well, yeah. well, oh well, my! I will say, my, for my part, to close this out, y'all heard me say it multiple times, and it is still true. We are, we are the olds here, and yep. the new comes with a new business model. But mm-hmm. I just think, me personally, and I think, Har- I think Hargeet uh, and, and and OBM will agree. The the subject matter experts in gaming at Microsoft, and we're talking your Phil Spencer's, your 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 Sarah Bond, your Peaches, Matt Booty, uh, uh, they have earned at least some leeway as far as you know. Let's see what you can do, because for a while now they've all they've been there with you, right? They they've been they've been protecting you. You they've been they've been they've been you know galvanizing the community, building it up to where it is today, and now it looks like they are spearheading a huge change. And yeah, we're all looking at them with a side eye, but they've done enough in this space that we can kind of go, okay, let's see what you do first before I, I, I bring out the pitchforks. I want to see the ultimate vision. Uh, 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 this conversation, I, I feel, is fruitful and will continue until, say, June, July, when they show us their E3 time frame and they show they put more meat on the bones to that. Thing, yeah. Right? Yeah. Good point. Yeah. That's a great. Well, and, and, and we definitely have to, like, to, to build on that point, uh, what people maybe don't think about is what it comes after this this team. It it, it could be the Borg. It could be the next on Matrix. So, yeah. That's, that's yeah. why we say, you know, that's why I I, I want to see you know Phil, uh, Sarah, <laughs> and uh, you know uh, Booty uh, land this plane. No, yeah. I, I absolutely, and I think they're going to. I, I really do. Uh, like I said, I know there's a lot of dysfunction. There's a lot of mistrust. There's a lot of confusion with the Xbox community. Uh, we're not used to seeing 
games. I mean, I mean, again, there are games. There are Microsoft games on PlayStation right now. Uh, there are PlayStation games on Xbox, MLB The Show being one of them. They were forced to do mm-hmm. that. I think it's going to be more. Uh, I think this is going to be a yeah. very give-and-take kind of situation, unfortunately. when you uh, I, I, And I'm not making excuses. I'm not capping for Xbox. You've heard my opinions. I, I still have strong feelings about exclusivity and the identity of the box. And that's never going to change. And it's probably because I'm the dinosaur in the room. It's, it's perfectly fine. Argy, let's get your hot take on this. Because obviously... This is a this is one of those pointed conversations where no matter how you come at it, you're going to be able to you know give a good point and people are going to agree or well or disagree. But obviously, the Pandora's box has been opened. The model has changed. Uh, the last three days with the industry layoffs proves that the industry is in trouble. How much is in trouble? Well, Phil Spencer said in that interview with Stephen Dottillo as much. Right, he said that the industry is changing. Uh, the industry is not growing. The 200 million consoles continue to just be the 200 million consoles from one gen to another. It's it's the same group of people buying these things. They're not. They have to find new customers. Do I agree with it? No, I'm not, and I'm probably never going to agree with it. But I. But if you. <laughs> but if on the back end of it, if putting a particular game like a Sea of Thieves on a PlayStation on uh, and on a Nintendo Switch too somehow subsidizes games continuing adding to my service that I pay for, then I, I you know, what am I going to say? I'm, I'm, I'm still winning. Um, now, again, that's not for everything. W- where do you actually think this is ultimately going? So, uh, look, I've been saying that five to ten years from now, you should expect that they're going to shift third party. I, that's just my thoughts. I think that's where it's going to go. And a lot of what OBM is saying, that's what's going to happen. It doesn't, like, like the the industry is shifting not because of like you know us being console gamers don't want to play games it's the industry is shifting because the gamers have shifted to something else yep and because of that you just have to adapt that's just the way it is right they're placating us as much as they can and they will continue to keep trying to keep you know this enthusiast core gamer happy on this platform right but ultimately they know their money is going to be somewhere else Right. Yeah. They didn't buy this thing to say, you know, we're, we're getting Call of Duty. They bought it to do AB, you know, to get Blizzard for PC and get King for mobile. Right. That was the big focus. And they know that their growth pattern is going to be mobile and it's going to be, you know, I keep saying 70% of the revenue is on mobile. It's not on PC or on console. 70%. So three quarters of the gamers are sitting somewhere else. They're not on this console. Right, I, you know, take PC. Then you have to split that across PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, and PC. They get thirty percent, and and they're worried about that area. We're worried about that area, and they're sitting there going, "Why am I not making the money over here?" That's why they wanted King, right? So yep. this is just the world that's going to be. I totally expect that in ten years, and I've been saying this: your TV will play the game natively, right? Whether it's an app that runs, whether it's like it takes part of the game and pulls it down and the rest of it's in the cloud it doesn't matter yeah uh you're on mute obm still on mute still on mute still on mute sir who's muted at obm he muted himself yeah, yes, so it's on you, bud. You need to unmute I, I, yourself. I there you go. Sorry, I was I was being rude and cutting you off. No, I wanted to say uh, that wasn't the leaks. Hybrid cloud. Uh, people are underestimating that that you can do things that 
are impossible locally, but it's going to feel like a local experience. Exactly. And so and that's been trying to do that for a long time now. They've been trying to do that since Crackdown 3. Yes. Right. And then the fact that you need a console or you're on Windows or you're on Linux or all that goes away. It's going to be your web TV or your your Android TV. It's just gonna run things. Wow. Just, you don't have to worry about it anymore. We're right? really harping on gray beards right now. Right? He yeah, said web TV. TV. I, I had one of those. Jesus, I, I just see the direction of the of the, the industry. Right, I, I'm just seeing what's gonna happen. Right, and I'm like, look, I look at all the kids that are playing on iPads, right, and then if they want a new, like you see, it, like some of them like the, the the PlayStation or Xbox or Nintendo, but a lot of them want a PC. That's just the way it is. Yes. So if that's where they're gonna be, you have to deal with that, right? And 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 if that's the direction. Moving to PC day and date was a fantastic idea. You can see how this is not working for PlayStation, where they decide, oh, we're going to have it, you know, partial. We'll do, you know, some games on PC a couple of years later. Yeah, Helldivers kind of disproved that theory. Yep, you basically are locked into this now. You have to, it, and Hiroki Satoki is coming in saying, I don't know what the hell this whole console war thing is. I don't care. My console keeps selling. I'm not making profit. What's the problem, right? He's going to look at Microsoft and say, that's working. Nintendo, that's working. Why am I not working? What's wrong? Right? And he's going to copy their pattern. Now, it's hard to copy Nintendo's pattern. Why? Their games sell like hotcakes. They just do. Yeah, okay? Just, that's not easy to replicate. They're, they're a conundrum. That's, that. that's what Nintendo is. They're, right? they, are, uh, are, they are an industry conundrum because yes. they can have less powerful hardware. They make profit on every hardware that they sell because it's less powerful. Right? And somehow or another, out of every platform and i'm talking about every platform their one-to-one console to the title is unlike anybody's ever and it's been like that this, it, it is madness how many of their for but their first party stuff is it's just really good man yep so so look you know nintendo is that, is that pattern it's you know they're not going to be able to replicate that and so you push that aside and right. so all right well the other major one is xbox well what have they been doing why is it their profits been higher than ours when they were in third place? They're not selling like what they're selling half the consoles. Well, what's what's going on here? Okay, well their pattern is visible to you. It's open to open to you. In fact, I'm sure they're willing to talk to you because they cooperate. You know, they're in competition with everyone, right? Sony is a customer of Microsoft. That's just a fact. It is what it is, right? They have enterprise agreements with them. I'm sure they can talk to them. I'm sure they'd be willing to partner with them. They did with the cloud. You yep. had Satya talking to the CEO of Sony. We're partnering on cloud gaming. They, they don't care. They will work with anybody, right? That's who they are. So they have that pattern. They're going to follow that pattern. And Hiroki Totoki is going to turn things and say, I'm going to, why, why isn't that working? I want to do that. So yep. let, let, let's make that happen. There's going to be a lot of fast movement towards a different direction. Microsoft is always pushing the envelope. And Xbox has been kind of on the forefront. They lead from behind. It is what it is, right? But they push the industry, right? All, yep. Most of the things they've done were correct. Their messaging has sucked. Yes. And that's, that's unfortunate. But most of the things they did were usually ahead of their time. Some of them worked. Some of them didn't. And yep. it's mostly messaging. Ultimately, whatever they've done usually happens, right? So... I don't I don't see this being the end, right? So as far as the exclusivity thing, they're gonna have to play that game as far as how do we are what games need to stay exclusive, what games need to move over. But this is really them changing the industry, trying to put out there that hey, if you guys aren't gonna take the first step, we will.
And we need to start seeing this, you know, blur a little bit, right? In certain games, it doesn't really make sense for Ratchet and Clank to continue to lose money. You kill the team because you don't think it's going to make enough and take the team members that are left and put them on the Marvel, you know, uh, uh, Spider-Man and whatever machine that they have now, right? So that's all they're going to be doing. Okay, but wasn't that a cool franchise? So so I guess we won't be seeing that for at least a decade, if not ever. And you could have put that on other platforms and made more money, but you didn't, right? Sackboy, did that make a lot of money? I don't know. Returnal, did that make his money back? I don't know, right? Why not expand that, right? You have a whole bunch of old uh, games, right? So I'm going to take this message and move it a different direction. Xbox made, took the first step and said, okay, some games will, on a case-by-case -case basis, decide, hey, well, let's put this over there. Let's see what happens. When are we going to start talking about PlayStation doing the same? And to be fair, why aren't we talking about yeah. Nintendo doing the same? I mean, come on, Hargy. When you know when we're going to talk about PlayStation doing the same in about two to three years, because every time you be, hear Microsoft say something, sooner, though. To, I don't, I don't think they can sustain that yeah. long. I think they're in trouble now. And their, their future roadmap, yes, there's the potential for more mm -hmm. money hats. With whom? Who's going to money I, I, would argue, I, I, would I would actually argue against the money hats. If you listen to Toki, if, if, you, if everything we were just saying, if everything Microsoft's been saying about the exclusives, which you you, pay, you made a good point, Hargy, because I, I remember Jez talking about this at one of the Xbox Two podcasts where he said, you know, prior to the Xbox, he got had looked at documentation from right before the right around the time of the Xbox One launch. And uh, he said that everything that they had in that documentation of their predictions and the trends were all like, spot on. The, the challenge they had was the messaging, but the everything they said about uh, digital games, about uh, transmedia, oh. about Here we are. Uh, you know, yeah, yes. all, all, all yep. those all those things were they were spot on about. And so if if they're so what they're telling telling us that uh, whether well, they've been saying it for years that these that. The, you're no longer really going to grow your walled garden pie really very much anymore with that stuff. Then why wouldn't you take, why, why would you stop? Why would you continue to invest money uh, in money hats and exclusive? Like, I, I understand why you might, you know, you're not going to go overnight, get rid of everything that's an exclusive because you're still keeping the brand. But again, but the money hat aspect to me, that's like an easy one to cut off the cost of because we saw Jim Ryan came out at the very beginning of this generation. They fired all the shots they had at the front end. They money had it as much as they could. You remember that, like the leaks that came out yes. that said they were going after everything and Starfield was on the dock on the menu. Uh, that, you know, they, they were firing out all their first party. Their, the stuff that came out like from, uh, and I think some of the stuff came out after they bought ZeniMax and Microsoft found out that they basically, Sony was thinking that they, 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 they were in finish them mode, right? You know, Mortal Kombat, yeah. you do your little combo and you rip off the guy's head. They thought that's where they were and they went all in. They did the code and then the finishing move didn't happen. Every, in fact, Microsoft's base for as bad as their consoles are selling, their base is about the same. The active monthly active users is the same. The, the only thing is people are still playing on the Xbox One. They haven't upgraded because they, 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 I don't know, they're just playing Fortnite over there. So if, if that's the case, then why would you continue to cut your margins by investing in these? And, and we're seeing Square's going to stop it. We've seen other companies stop it. I think yeah, that, that that's what I was once, getting at, Opium, is yeah. who's going to partner with them? 
No, Who's yeah. going to partner with them? That well, makes it, it, that they're we, losing we money. Square yeah. Enix is the perfect example of that, Cargi. Right. To your point, look how much of a bath they took on Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. Right. The game is a lot of people. I I I bought it because I got it on sale for I think thirty bucks. So I bought it. I haven't played it yet. It's part of the backlog. But a lot of people that played through it really enjoyed it. But they. They closed it to a, this one platform, and freaking Square took a bath on it financially. So people are going yeah, to I mean, start the, looking. The, the two, the two things that, like, the two major publishers that have generally done that have been uh, Koei with like Neo and and stuff like that, and then yeah. um, you know now they have Rise of the Ronin, and then Square Enix, right? And Square is they're not doing that. You, you can just tell from their language they're not doing that yeah. anymore. So that's not going to happen in future games. All the contracts that are there, they're there. You might have one or two more that's possible because the, the contracts have been there for a while. Uh, and same thing with Koei Tecmo. There might be one or two more games, uh, but ultimately that's going to dry up. That's where I'm I'm not sure where they're going to go. Like they did with Stellar Blade, right? They went to somebody else. Okay, cool. That's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to get smaller games or newer games from different publishers and see if that's what they can do. Aren't they big in, uh, aren't they pushing Korea work? now? Yes, uh, they are from Korea. Is it yep. that's what Stellar yeah. Blade is from yeah. China or yes. Korea? It was one of those. Yes, right? Korea, Korea. It's Korea. Korea. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's, so that's, this, that's where they're pushing the problem, their right? next big, big publishing. You know, that and, that may and, be where they get their money hats from next. But that's not going to be enough because those yeah. games aren't known. They're just not. So if wow. you're trying to say your platform is going to be, uh, you know, getting much more attraction because of Stellar Blade. I just don't see that. I'm sorry, but I don't. Stellar Blade is probably going to sell about two million copies. If I, if I'm being yeah. if I'm being fair, uh, right? I, I, mm. I, it looks great. <laughs> I mean, I saw something like there's a segment where she's like riding like a surfboard, like a surfboard on her sword. It looked freaking amazing. I'm like, holy shit, that looks great. But two two million people are going to buy that game. Well, so did Forspoken, but that didn't work out. Now, <laughs> yeah, it's true. So mm. ultimately, I don't think that's enough, and and I think the partnerships that were there are going to dry out. Right? Yeah, I, certainly, I no Western studio is going to partner directly with PlayStation only. I just don't. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're always going to be open to PC, Xbox, and, and PlayStation. So I think that's that's dried up. As far as J Japan, right? That's what where they've been doing these. I think that's drying up. I think people are recognizing, like you were saying, OBM. Xbox is an ecosystem. Xbox isn't just Xbox. Xbox is Windows. Xbox is cloud, and they have a good ecosystem. It, it's seamless. People can play wherever. It it's pretty cool. And being a part of that is a good idea for that publisher. So I think that that like you know money heading thing is going to be a challenge for them. On top of that, Hiroki Tsutoki saying my my uh, you know budget my my net profit isn't what I want it to be. Why should I spend more money? Why am I going to do that? I need to make money first, right? OBM, by the way, you're talking. We can't hear you again. I don't know if uh, if you're muted again. I can't. I had to mute myself because my son came for a second. No, I was going to say like yeah. I, I just think it's 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 dried up because it's not even in their their strategy anymore. It doesn't. It, it if it is in their just strategy, make it, make, it doesn't make sense anymore. And uh, you know, it, it, the one thing you know because you're talking about you, you know it is the ecosystem. People are really underrating because I think we were I don't know the burns the right word. I think a lot of people in, in the community, the, the enthusiasts. They, they heard all the hype about the crackdown, the power of the cloud, this and that. 
And I feel like there's just like that sort of remnants of that and where, where it feels like it's not, you know, all this stuff sounds like gimmicky, right? Like we went through the connect, we went through the power of the cloud. Right now, um, NVIDIA's GeForce Now has 25 million uh, people on it, right? Uh, you ha also have in countries like uh, South Korea, you know, where they have better infrastructure for internet and they have this, like they've been receptive to these technologies, you're seeing it grow, you know, fast over there. We heard Microsoft say they had 10% engagement uh, through cloud. I, what people don't really factor is when somebody is going to make a game because, all right, we, we want to launch on, on Xbox because not because of, you know, the consoles you have in the Western homes, but you're going to reach a few million people over here on this side of the world where, neither Sony nor Microsoft is really penetrated, right, through the cloud stuff. Like, that's the stuff, when they build for that, they're building for the console because they're, and they're building for the next handheld. They're building for all of it because, it, it, you know, there's no separation. And that's, I think, the concept that is really difficult to explain because their stuff's not ready to really kind of, you know, uh, reveal to the public in that regard. I feel like in a couple years when people have a better understanding and they go, oh, Okay, so you're going to keep making console because, well, Steam makes it is making a Steam, you know, Steam Deck two, and they only, you know, they sold ten million. So you don't need to sell forty million to justify it or fifty million, right? Uh, when they get to that point, they understand that, and they understand that, oh, these developers aren't going anywhere because, you know, because because a cloud user counts the same as a console user counts the same as a PC user, right? Like when they understand that that engagement all counts together. Uh, and it all feeds all the stuff at the same time. I think then we'll have less of the. Um, hopefully, I think there'll be a little bit less drama and panic and and oh my god, you're ruining your console sales. What are you doing? You know, I think that's. But it's hard for people to understand that concept right now when they they themselves aren't ready to be able to lay it out. And you know, it's a bit early, right? So. So yeah. So continuing with the the um, that part of Sony's business, I don't know what happens as far as them like they're the ones that are kind of more in trouble here than xbox because yeah, no matter sorry. how you cut it sony banks on playstation microsoft does not bank on xbox they want them to grow obviously they want returns absolutely but if xbox fails and has like a five billion dollar loss that does not in any way kill microsoft they make so much profit it's like yeah okay that sucked but we need to fix it that's not the end of of microsoft if playstation had a five billion dollar loss that would terribly kill sony that's yep. not a big you know that that's not something they can take so it's very hard for them to grow it's very hard for them to continue to money hat if they're not going to be profitable and their slate going forward doesn't look that good so they have challenges of their own to deal with right on top of that supposedly they're launching a ps5 pro which it look it looks more and more to me like a disaster for them but okay it's going to be a disaster because it's probably going to be six hundred dollars that's the rumor imagine well, I, but, but it's not even that it's that you have to create the infrastructure for that you have to create the ecosystem for that you have to not pay your developers to make the game better which is more cost to work on this ps5 pro right so you i mean that's just headaches for their their developers as it is they need to get to pc now they're going to add another skew for playstation okay is this going to be enough of a value to them i don't know right on top of that you're delaying your next gen if xbox does in fact release in 2026 you're putting out your PS5 Pro this year, maybe next. That means you're going to design your your PS6 next year or the year after. 
dev kits get, get created a year later. You then ship out those dev kits. You have two years before you can actually put the console out. It's way out there, right? I don't yeah. know if that's viable for them. To, to, right? I mean, so if you have a two-year, three-year lead, come on. like That's huge. That's a massive boondoggle they're doing with the PS5 Pro. But whatever. If they're doing it, they're doing it. This is something they're going to have to contend with. So their world is much more in trouble than Xbox's world, where they have a whole bunch of games that a lot of people actually want to play and are willing to potentially switch over, right? Blade, yeah. indie, people want to play those games. Cool. Come on over. <laughs> you don't even have to buy the console. You, need you can box. go to PC. You can go to cloud. We're happy yeah. to have you, right? That's their message. And it's going to be a different world, right? So I, I saw that coming. That's fine. What I also was expecting is that they will buy more content. Indeed. If you can market Japanese games, right? You buy Square, Sega, something like that. You're saying, hey, all these games, day and date in our service, available in cloud, don't even have to buy a box. Or you can buy a little cute Series S, put that under your TV for 25 bucks a month, including Game Pass. Enjoy. You can play indie, you can play Blade, no problem, right? They have a solution to that if you want to bring people over. Right. Whereas on PlayStation, you know, you, you, you have to a you're not going to have the game. B, you have to pay up front. And then what do they have to offer you if they have no money hats? What do they have to offer you? I don't think they can afford GTA you know, six uh, with marketing. I don't, I don't think they can afford it. I don't think Hiroki is going to pay it. No. I think they're going to say, why would I sp spend like upwards of a billion dollars in marketing for one game? Right. Because. Microsoft's board, board said the same thing, right? They're like, we don't want to get GTA. No, 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 no. What the, it was a mistake. But <laughs> they're like, no, we're not, we're not dealing with this. But I don't think that uh, that PlayStation's going to get it. Maybe they do. Maybe they already paid for it. That's possible. And Jim paid for it years ago. But if it's up to Hiroki Jotoki, do you think he's going to pony up, unintended, a billion dollars? Absolutely <laughs> you get not. that? No, absolutely I mean, I just, not. No, I just don't see it. Just not. I don't they see it. Again, the, the losses that they have taken uh, through PlayStation VR, through the not getting the numbers, which they lost $10 billion on the stock uh, two Mondays ago. Then, of course, when the ABK deal signed, they lost money there on their stock. They've been, they've been hemorrhaging money left, right, and center. Uh, yep. And obviously, $315 million budgets are just not cutting the mustard anymore. Uh, and and that's come, low end. That's the next game is more expensive. 400 million they say that according to at least 400 plus million which is just and, and oh by the way you guys always say that and you're right but what you don't add is historically your development budget is the same price as your marketing yeah so I've imagine said that Hargi yep. was like he he didn't know that actually that's yep yes yeah and, and, and i know that that's the what price of the, the price of development no are you spending that is, much on marketing <laughs> right you take that's the so price of money. development and then you duplicate it oh, for budget marketing. for your marketing yeah. so I, like I imagine know. how much your how much your marketing budget is for for for, for spider-man insanity it's, if they did spend that if they did spend 300 million dollars you're looking at 20 million before they even break even yes yeah 20 million, yeah. million unit sales. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's can you imagine? Infinity. Can you imagine that infinity. racket? Right. That that is D Disney pay, paying Disney like an insane bag for the pleasure of using the IP, and then after that, using pretty much the entire budget of the development cycle to then market their game so that Disney can make like more money. 
Disney's winning. Like they're the only ones winning in this. Well, this is this is why I, I'm I'm gonna stand on my stone here and say that Spider-Man 2018 is coming to Xbox. That's a fact. Uh, mm. Is that gonna happen mm. tomorrow? No. But if they want to make money, they need to do what Xbox is doing and put games that are old. It's six years old. Yep. It would sell five million copies easily on Xbox. I would rebuy it because, well, I want to play it on Xbox. Um, but listen. I'd say it just, might come to Switch. <laughs> Switch 2. It, it, it could play it. Switch. It could it, play and it. it would sell like freaking hotcakes. It absolutely would. It's just. Yeah. It, listen. Times are changing, folks. Uh, the Greybeards, the four guys that are in front of you here, many people in the chat, we just have to understand. Uh, we may not ever accept it all, but we definitely have to understand that the industry is changing. The new gamers, the the iPad gamers that you know came out of the womb and they know how to use an iPhone better than us, they're the, they're the targeted audience, and they don't care where they play. And this is why Xbox, who is getting the hours right now for doing some of the things, the whole play anywhere thing they were they were on they were on the pulse of what was happening that is happening right now and they're going to be ahead of the curve but we will see what happens look folks this so has there's been, one little yeah. thing that i think is is key is game pass you keep mentioning that right absolutely you have to have yes. enough customers for it and i think they have the strategy right even if you lose cu console customers the strategy is to get people onto the the ad tier Indeed. which i hope they do a good job with that because yeah. that could absolutely increase their uh, market share in countries where Xbox has had none, right? right? Because you don't need a console at that point. You right. just say, hey, you know what? You can just have this five have bucks a month or two bucks it's a month. half the price, and there right? you go. You got ads. But yeah. if I remember right, they were not including cloud. Am I, if I'm, I'm remembering that, I, does anybody remember the, like, the verbiage around it? It was supposed to be older games, Xbox-only games, but not, uh, not the third-party stuff, and then I think they didn't include cloud is that right i mean i, I think even... i think i think so as well i think they may right. have you may have gotten a higher tier if you wanted the cloud offering yeah oh, yeah and i think okay. they need to remedy that i think they need to give them cloud yeah. they need to and then cloud uh, as well yeah with ad tier and and that would be the entry to get into homes all over the world which they are woefully behind and then they have to market it right they have to get people to understand what the heck they're getting yeah, no, so, it, it's it, that's, that's and, and that's going to be the key. The marketing is definitely going to be key. L listen, let me catch up on these last super chats. We'll get everyone out of here. Uh, JD Gamer drops a very generous ten dollars super chat and says hardware is like software, and those PlayStation VR two uh, 2.0s are sitting in a warehouse collecting dust. They sold a quarter of what they originally projected. That division in PlayStation is done, cooked over. PlayStation is in trouble, indeed. Um, RC Polygons drops an additional $10 super chat and says, with Sea of Thieves needing a Microsoft account to play on PlayStation, I can see Microsoft merging Activision's accounts uh, with Microsoft. So you have uh, you so you have to sign into a Microsoft account to play Call of Duty. I mean, it, it, it's it's certainly possible. It's all about the MAUs. That's 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 what they want. Uh, and that's what the business model has changed to. And that's what it's going to continue to be. Uh, Spartan 661 drops not one but two two dollars super chat and says, I'm sorry, but OBM looks like a young Kevin Feige. <laughs> I there love it. Go. That's good stuff. And he, I, I bet she I bet he wishes he had like Feige's money. Yeah, uh, that's all I he, care about. <laughs> and, uh, the second super chat says, We love your takes, OBM. I'm a fan and I'm not making fun. Obviously, you know, <laughs> it, it's all it's, it's all, all fun there, brother. Thank yeah, you so much for the generosity. Gamer yeah. by choice drops a uh, very generous two dollar 
Super Chat and says, MS turned Sony and PlayStation from a rival to a top earner. That's a phenomenal point. And wow, uh, MASH has now gifted another 10. Wow, dude. That is crazy generous of you. 10 Double Barrel Gaming memberships. Please, if you did get one, thank MASH in the chat. I'd greatly appreciate it. And brother, that is very kind of you. Thank you for being here. And of course, thank you for the generosity. And lastly, Gamer by Choice drops an additional $5 super chat and says, Microsoft messaging may be questionable, but people are fearful of change and that helped cause messaging issues. Some did not see the future until PlayStation did it. Yeah, I mean, I agree to some extent, but they are their messaging has always been horrendous, and it annoys the F out of me that they have not fixed that. Uh, I don't understand that they are a trained-out company. Get the right people to make the right messaging. It's I, If they want to hire me, trust me, I can do messages for you for a quarter of what you're going to pay some of these people. But with that said, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Primetime Gaming. Let's get to the outros. We'll start first with OBM. Brother. Thank you so much for the incredible hot takes. Thank you for taking the time to be here. Super appreciate it. Where can people follow you on social media and what else you got going on? Well, yeah. Well, first of all, Boom, like usual, thank you for the invite. It was fun, like I thought it would be. Uh, and, you know, uh, I said a lot of words today. You know, I was, went in a lot of different directions. But it, if you could just think, remember one thing, it's uh, let them pay. <laughs> You know, let them pay. If somebody wants to subsidize uh, something that you enjoy, let them do it. Uh, if if they want to, uh, you know, uh, be stay in the virtual cycle on the winning box. And uh, you know what? While you're at it, mail. Feel free to mail me some Chipotle gift cards. Uh, you know, anything. I else. see you, OBM. I see yeah. you. We, we <laughs> had we had charged them more. Now it's let them pay. Okay, right? I let feel you. All right. I feel like somebody should make a, a T-shirt out of that. I think. Yeah. That, it. it the idea is crystallizing as we speak. Yeah. Oh, look at that. If it's free, it's for me, right? I mean, that's, that's the, new, the new tagline. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to find me right now, find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is mother underscore one, M-U-T-H-A underscore O-N-E. Uh, and, and like usual, I'm sure I'll sneak in the back door again here sometime soon, boom. But uh, it was a great time being with you guys. Great seeing everybody. Pause. Pause. Oh, yeah. Indeed. A lot, a lot of pause on the show, for instance. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Y'all did it to me. It's only my turn. Yes, it's it, it's yes, only sir. right, sir. It is only right. So yeah, I want, I, I thank you, OBM. Super appreciate you being here. Uh, K. Asante, let's say your brand, brother. You have a big show coming up on Saturday. Obviously, the Gaming I Circle do. podcast. Uh, who is going to be guesting? Obviously, you're going to be with the kneeless one. I don't know if his knees grow, grew back yet, but uh, I'm never going to say you said he was right, and he's not listening, so you nope. never heard that from me. Uh, nope, sell the brand, brother. Where could people tune in to Saturday morning? One of the best shows there. Uh, and more importantly, follow you on social media. But you also have a show on Mondays with John Wolf that kind of really indeed. gets into the nitty gritty, if you will, of of the PCMR. Yes, indeed. So, so first off, obviously, th thank you so much for all the great people that are always in here, always always showing support on, on a Wednesday night, and of course, OBM. When you when you're here, it's a party. You, you lay it down. We always appreciate you. Thank you so much for being Pause. here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. It's a party. You lay it down. Pause. Yes. Uh, so, so myself and of course the Everborn Saga will, will be hosting uh, the the Gaming Circle podcast on Saturday. Uh, Everborn tells me he is trying to invite a very interesting guest. He uh, uh, um, he wouldn't tell me who it was. All he said was 
that we need to make more of an effort to reach across the aisle. So we shall see. Okay. We'll see how, how it goes this weekend. It should be interesting. Right? Be, That's the first uh... thing I thought. I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting. We shall see. So this Saturday, come check us out. Uh, uh, and of course, Monday nights, myself and Mr. John Wolf like to get into that PC talk. Uh, a lot of handheld talk, a lot of, you know, VR, all these things. We, we, we enjoy uh, gaming in all av- avenues. And if you are one who may not understand some of those a- aspects of it, as John Wolf says, don't be a missionary gamer. Join us and, 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 and discover other avenues that you could potentially be gaming with as well. So come check us out on Monday nights. But thank you guys so much for being here. And we, we appreciate it. And see you appreciate, next week. appreciate it very much, brother. Thank you so much. And lastly, and no way least, uh, one of the representatives for Game On Daily. And that's a folks. Uh, it, listen, if you don't know them already, shame on you. They have an amazing podcast. They have an amazing hosts, a group of hosts. They do a bunch of shows. Obviously, Asa is phenomenal. He's very knowledgeable in what he knows about the industry. And, of course, if you like sauce, pause. If you like slander, well, you look no further than Gaz. And, obviously, he has his own septic sauce channel. Please, by all means, Hargeet, tell, talk about that. But also, remind the people that on Sundays, you're also with Jay Fonzarelli, one of the powerful voices in the community, on his show. Of course. So check out GameOnDaily.com. Uh, it's a nice news aggregation site for gaming news just for you. And then YouTube.com slash GameOnDaily to check out the main channel. Uh, our general podcast, Go Live, is on uh, 4 p.m. Saturdays, U.S. Eastern Time. Check that out. Um, and I will actually be tomorrow on Black Vikings. So it's the oh, Longhorn nice. podcast. Longhouse. 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 Longhouse podcast. Okay. And so and that's the channel name, correct? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, check that out tomorrow. I think it's 8 o'clock uh, U.S. Eastern Time um, on that channel. So check that out. Uh, I will be on 108 Dragons TV's uh, podcast on Saturday, 6 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And that's it's 108 Dragons TV. Yes, that's the channel. Uh, and then uh, this Sunday, I will not be on Games Talk Live. I'll be flying out to California, so uh, I will not be uh, available for that. We might shift that to Tuesday. We'll see. Um, so uh, that that might happen then. Uh, I'll probably be missing that. I might be missing <laughs> this one next week as well. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll have to see if I'm available. I probably won't be. I think it's four o'clock over there and i think we'll still be working oh, yeah at that time, yeah so. yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so <laughs> so i might be missing front time gaming um but yeah so uh usually though i will be here on front time gaming as well uh and you can catch me at eight chani on uh, hcha and i on uh, xbox or discord well again thank nice you so talking much to obm yeah always a, a pleasure to talk to obm whether it's party chats or on a podcast <laughs> i'll catch you guys can boom next absolutely show. brother well thank you so much for being here uh Hargeet. and of course uh big thank you to all of the super chats and the channel memberships that continue to support the channel obviously those allow mrs boom and i to do the big giveaways we do have four giant giveaways that we're doing four shows that's going to uh, uh, equal a little bit over $3,500 worth of prizes. And we can't do that without, of course, the support. So we're always humbled and grateful for it. And, of course, I want to thank everyone for being here. And I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me, folks. Hopefully one day be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything. Be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have 
an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. Yeah.